Can you be quiet, please? Thank you. Welcome to Pirate Radio Live. Hi. 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 Tabua. Tabua. Aub. <laughs> what about Aub? Safula. Cool, neat story. Was that supposed to be funny? There's local politics, bud. Don't go over the rules. It'll take forever. Let's just get to the draft. Let's get to pumping. I got a little taco meat on my chest. It's going to be fun. We, are, we, in the, we in the fig. I mean, everybody going to be loud. I'm going to be loud with them. I'm screaming, too. Like, yeah, let's go. Let's go. Let's do this. You ready for this? <laughs> I am. Now live from the Pirate Radio Studios in the heart of the Pirate Nation, here is your host, Clip Brock. All right, welcome in to a Monday edition of Pirate Radio Live. Clip Brock here inside the Pirate Radio Studios. We are coming to you today on Pirate Radio 92.7 FM in Greenville, 104.1 in Washington. We're on 1250, 930. You can find us online, PR927FM.com. And watch the show on Facebook Live and YouTube. Make sure you are following us on Pirate Radio on Facebook and also subscribe to Pirate Radio TV on YouTube. And you can be a part of today's show by dropping off a comment. Also, check us out there each and every afternoon. Got Shirley Rhodes, CJ Schaefer, Troy D to my left, Chandler Honeycutt here inside the Pirate Radio studios, and some guests to get to on today's program coming up. At 4 o'clock, Double B, Brian Bailey will join us back from vacation. We'll uh, talk some football with BB. We will talk some Houston Cougars football with our buddies from the Scott and Holman podcast. Sam Raz is going to join us. The Cougars picked at or near the top of the AAC, their final year playing in the American this year in football. So we'll talk about old Dana Holgerson's guys coming up. In the 4 o'clock hour, get a Houston preview. They'll be here in Greenville later this season. At uh, around 5 o'clock, we will talk to one of the newest members of the Colorado Rockies organization, Zach Agnos, will join us. And then in the uh, later in the 5 o'clock hour, we'll talk to one of the newest members of the Braves organization, Bryson Worrell, who will join us on the Pirate Radio Live line. So we got some former Pirates coming up in our three troy d chandler how we doing what's doing up, good buddy? good to see you man last week of july as we sit here this time next week it'll be august 1st clip rock it'll be august 1st can you believe it we'll also be in uh football week as well there's yeah. a football game on tv next week which is crazy to think about preseason the uh, hall of fame yeah game. who's playing in it this year Red jaguars okay so there you, you go. don't know who's That's... playing in it man yeah it could have been gruden if he hadn't sent an email oh man technology i don't like to talk about it man can we not talk about that move along. ain't it funny though of all the stuff he got brought down for it was the email of all the things that could have happened yeah um yeah. and yeah yeah and he uses email to send that kind of stuff too yeah like not text not phone not in person right. email email yeah i really can't stand it come on emails. gruden I'm, I'm with you i'm kind of over email i mean unless it's something like a big file like a graphic file you got to get to somebody to print or something I, I just get i get so tired of emails the great thing about this email is, man do it chandler you can't track emails right you can't track it <laughs> wait a minute man yes you can man you <laughs> know so I, I got in trouble man i almost get tired of phone calls i'm at the point now and maybe i'll I like never answer a phone call turning into a millennial i don't know or generation y or z whatever the hell they call them i'd prefer text absolutely i never I, i'm uh, fine with texting yeah. in fact rarely unless it's an emergency and it's too much more than i can text i rarely ever call you outside of the show clip i'm either talking to you in person or i'm sending you a text if i have something long form to say i'll say 
it's too long for a text give me a call when you get a chance that's a good point maybe i should do that for now on just calling you speaking of text not that i call you that often no you know what i'm saying yeah. i have done something recently that we make fun of you for uh when you say you for the radio audience you're talking about me troy dreyfus yeah dot, dot, i know dot. what it is voice to text voice to text no. see, watch you my driving the new it might be the new way of my life welcome aboard brother i mean welcome I to the it. family i did it family. and i was like you know what i was saying it's, period i didn't do dot 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 <laughs> Well, sometimes I want you to know there's a pause there, and that is a bad habit I've developed in texting. I do a lot of dot, dot, dots instead of just a comma. You do a lot of dot, dot, dots. I do a lot of dot, dot, dots. The only reason we know that And then is I also have a bad habit of putting stuff in quotes. Chandler, you don't... I've never heard you do it, so I'd like to say thank you. Troy does it loud, like, around here. Yeah. And we can all hear your I know, text. And, and I know, and it almost I almost do it just to drive you guys nuts now because I know what drives Mission you Mission accomplished. <laughs> and especially the big dog who has come in here like Vince McMahon, uninvited, uh, because I know it drives him You back. were talking about one of my, uh, my uh, favorite <laughs> subjects. Yes. <laughs> which is you texting loudly on the phone. I know, and I, I do, not all the time, but I do have a habit it, often it of doing it. It started without it being a thing, and then it became a thing because i couldn't make sense of right so then i'm like now i'll just do it just to do it to drive you guys crazy i really have stopped doing it mostly because i don't even think i speak that southern but it can't understand like 50 percent of the sure. voice text i gotta go back and change otherwise it looks like a raving moron sent this text and i know what you're gonna say maybe it was a raving moron but it wasn't what i meant to say i should see how it does with kinston words like yeah. Saturday. you should yeah. <laughs> just for your own entertainment you should Saturday. start using it going damn it can't understand a damn thing i said that is a large reason why i don't use it and i yeah. sound funny when i did it because i was very oh if he can't pick up Troy, oh, I, I no bet, chance i can't wait I, it, it, the other day i did it it was perfect i went back there was no issue there wow. was no typo wow you got one of them southern phones <laughs> rarely do i do one I did go to Verizon and Clinton, so it is probably. <laughs> like, you want me to do a test one here? Was, no, we don't. <laughs> We're not texting live no, on air. We don't. Oh, just to show you what it is. Nah, nah, we take your word for it. Right. We get it. We understand. <laughs> dot, dot, dot. So, okay. anyway, so you like it? Yes. Yeah. On the way, period. We'll be there in five, period. Perfect. Do you, do you have and to? And then, but here's the great thing. Like, when you're driving, if you have to send a text... I do, you can't text and type. You shouldn't be texting and driving. <laughs> well, no, uh, no. You but you can voice text, kind of. Especially if I've got my uh, AirPods in, you could voice text. <laughs> Why don't you just drive? You need to concentrate on the road. You got AirPods. You're talking to your phone, sending emails. Jeez, <laughs> <laughs> how are you going to tell people not to text and drive and then put your AirPods in? Well, because usually if I'm talking to someone on the phone, I have an AirPods. That way, I'm hands free. So you're talking that. to somebody oh, and texting? No, I'm saying I'll keep them in if I'm driving. Like if you I drive with your AirPods in, only if I have a phone conversation going on. And he's. You have a new, a new ish, uh, like a new car though. I like, don't like that whole speaker system oh. thing in the car no i'd much rather have these i don't want everyone hearing my conversation in the car wait so when someone calls you you have to like, they hear your so, side of the conversation so that's really what it is 
So is that you don't want to hit the boys to hear what's going on? That, whoever's in the car, right? But they yeah. hear you talking. They can hear me talking, but they don't need to be so nosy on the whole conversation. Well, wait till they're you get home. Well, it's not. I'm not. You know, this isn't the CIA I'm working for, but it's just none <laughs> of their business what I'm talking about. But when, if we're having a, if I'm it, talking to you're right. whoever, you're right. Isn't so, but it I dangerous? can still talk. It's no, I'm a, saying if I have an earpiece in, it's fine. But I'm saying when someone calls you, you don't have it already in. It takes you're having to reach seconds. to get it, and it's, I mean that could cause it's a two second problems. motion. You, you act like stoplight. your boys are trying to get in on your conversation. You're the one forcing them to listen to your side of it. They're not like trying. I'm just to, saying, if I have the earpiece in from a conversation, I'll just leave it in while I'm driving. I'll always have them in while I'm driving, and then it's very easy to do voice to text while they're already in. Do they really even care? <laughs> now, what about the blindfold? Why are you wearing that while you're driving? <laughs> Just to add a degree of difficulty. Takes Why are you driving with your feet, Troy? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So. And usually, I, you know, I prefer just to have a driver. Usually I do during the day. His name, Jonathan Ellerby? Right. Yeah. I don't, like, if I'm with him, I don't even have to drive. It's great. I can just sit back and relax. And then I can and text jo- away. And Jonathan will get you he, where you need to be. Jonathan will, because he doesn't like the way I drive. He's a very he aggressive a, driver. Who? I mean, no, no, I think no, 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 other way around. No, no, he's kind of he's he he's very precise on the road. I, I probably that's where but I'm at. he doesn't not. like. He thinks I'm probably too aggressive, too herky jerky. You know, and you are, hurry. and you are. You've, oh, you guys have ridden with me. I we get to where we're going quickly, right? Yes. No reason to waste time. There are scrapes on the mirrors of the pirate radio truck because you cannot make it down the hallway. You cannot make it down the alley. Well, that thing's kind of tight now. I will say. <laughs> <laughs> that, that is a tight squeeze down the bat cave. I do have two things to say. One, I know for a fact that Troy will quickly pull a Yui in the middle of a stoplight intersection yep. in downtown Farmville. And two, some of those scrapes what, are, are from me. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I, I did. I hit the electrical box one time coming back from a Christmas We need spray. to take next time when you park, just pull in the UBE lot and we'll park it the next weekend. <laughs> That way, do you less know that was several years ago? <laughs> it was right after you Once got the truck. That that's why I had a heart attack. That was a different truck. I think for a woman, you're a pretty decent driver. <laughs> oh, <laughs> wow! I think you do. That's the part where you hit the rim shot. A fine uh, job. Uh-huh. Yeah, for, you know. yeah. <laughs> By the way, Shirley, great to see you again. Missed you on Friday, and you have an awesome story uh, to tell. God, so, I thought I some point it. on the show. No, hold on. I do have to ask this. How did now the only like the only new kid on the block that I know is the Danny? What's his name? Danny Wood. I thought you knew him. Danny Wahlberg. Donnie Wahlberg. Donnie. Oh, Donnie That's the Wahlberg. only one you know that yeah. you don't know. <laughs> That's the only one. Have I know. some respect for Charlie's boyfriend. All right, Donnie Wahlberg. How? Just curious. How did you end up like getting close enough to him to take a selfie? Which I was impressed. I was hey, I was proud of you. As someone because I would say, look, if I was in your shoes and I was a new kids on the block fan, which I'm not but could get close enough to take a selfie with him, I'd do it too. Actually, um, there's two stages at the concert. You have the main stage, and then there's a secondary stage, which is where our seats were. And it was myself and Pirate Radio listener Sharonda Buck we and Sharonda's sister. The three of us went to the concert, and Sharonda was actually on the end of the aisle. And I hear uh, Rick Astley is on the main stage performing. Never going to give you up? Not that one. It was Cry for Help at that time. Oh. And I'm watching. Never going to let you down. Can I finish? Dang. <laughs> um, this show, so, this show uh, is a cry for help. <laughs> Surely got Rick rolled. Uh, We're going to get another phone call from that guy last week. Jeez. Uh, 
can I? Shirley, no, you he, want to tell your story? Thank you. So he's Shirley, you want to tell your story? I'm going to hurt you. Does anybody You're really closer care? to me. Da, da, da. You asked. <laughs> I'm just kidding. You asked no, know, the question. All right, so you're in secondary so, stage. I know sec- you just stretch yeah, oh, stories out so, a lot. So it's a secondary whoa, stage. Whoa, 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 Hello, pot. There is never meat been. kettle. <laughs> did, what did you just last miss? Can we just get to the meat of the story? Lightning is going to strike oh the studio. I mean, how many how many side turns are we going to take on this thing? Wow, Troy. Can you turn his mic off? <laughs> lack of self awareness comments I've ever heard. Holy Your cow! Story, this story is going to drag on. <laughs> Yeah, Tor, got the you, hard get, hat on. you get right to the meat of the story. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So All anyway, right. so I hear a bunch of screaming, but it, it was ill-timed. So I looked over, and sure enough, Donnie had come out of the tunnel that leads to the secondary stage and was walking. He walked right past Sharonda and was taking selfies. So he went about halfway up, was taking a bunch of selfies, was coming back towards us, and I yelled for Sharonda to take a picture and Sharonda handed Donnie her phone, and she got a selfie. And I said, well, shoot, if Sharonda's going to do it, I'm going to do it. So um, I apologized to Sharonda's sister because I think I may have knocked her over trying to get over there. And I just stuck my phone out, and Donnie grabbed it. And uh, he uh, security allowed me to go over there and stand next to him, and, and uh, I got the selfie. So yeah. it was well, just a stroke say, of seriously dumb just, luck. Just being in the right place at the right time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Now, as a grown woman... No, I get a young Shirley Rose, you know, it's 15 in Farmville, like going 13. crazy, 13, going crazy for the new kids on the block. Uh-huh. As a grown adult woman, do, do you really still scream for new kids on the block? Oh, Sharonda, if you're listening, call in. Because mm. yes, yes. Like, don't you kind of outgrow yes. that a little bit? Outgrow? What the hell are you it talking about? It takes you back in time, Troy. Why don't you let oh my God. enjoy what I was what just wondering. I'm just saying, like... Don't you you know like what? It? There's a phrase that I live by, and it's called never apologize for seeking joy. And that is my joy. Amen. I like to go to the concerts and scream. I did not have much of a voice Saturday morning. I, as a matter of fact, I really thought I had strained my vocal cords because I was yelling so much. You screamed? Now, it, what a loser. Now, what, what do you love about these? Is it the music or is it their look? Like, do you like them as, like, if they... It's their music because they've released a lot of music since they reunited. But it's also taking me back to my childhood. I get to be like a thirteen-year-old kid. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so nostalgia okay. thing. Right. What but do you it like was about also... the Peach Bowl, the game, or the? I mean, yeah, it's exactly. Years... What do you like so much ago, about Troy, the Marriott Marquis? You Mar- still Mar- get excited about talking about it? Really? <laughs> well, and it, it wasn't just new kids. It was in vogue. It was Salt and Pepper. It was Rick Astley. Well, it was Rick like Astley, my entire. Oh, <laughs> I would have gone to see that. It was my entire childhood. Sure be screaming for that. Yeah. Oh, jeez. There was actually one guy. Let you down. Oh, now you want to talk about somebody screaming? There was a guy that was a couple of rows in front of us, and the was only it reason Matthews? no, but the only reason no, his seats were up on the side because he actually sent me a message and took pictures of where he was in relation to where I was in the stadium, but. uh there was a guy a few rows ahead of us and the only reason i noticed him was because he was really tall and i was like man i'm not going to be able to see part of the stage again because we had that same problem a few years ago but he freaked out when rick astley came out and i was like oh okay so he's here for rick astley now, how does he sound again. just curious does he still sound the he same he sounds the exact same he's like and 30 years older too yeah he, does, was they all sound great they actually sing no I'm they sing it they sing yeah. it. They belt the hell out of it, I'll too. I'll tell you what. I know a ton of moms that went to that concert. It must have been 
mom city at that show a bunch it of 40 year old women screaming like crazy it was a lot of fun and and we had they had moms that were uh that brought their kids and it they had t-shirts that said second generation blockhead we even saw a couple of guys that said blockhead by marriage so some oh, guys God. were even pour one out for those guys oh, <laughs> holy cow their lives are over and um and the that's de- what their shirt said yeah, their oh, their shirt said "Blockhead by uh, Marriage." The back so. said "Live Life Love." <laughs> <laughs> same font and everything. Yeah, were they in wheelchairs because they had no spine? Oh, <laughs> Jonathan on Facebook. Just because you're don't harsh my squeak. Go get away. No, I like that's cool. This is actually one of the better groups that you like, actually. Yeah, they're they, for real. You know what? For, Some of the music you like, I'm you, like, who the hell are these people? At least I've heard of these guys. You know. <laughs> Can we get some examples? Jo- Jonathan on Facebook says Troy's just jealous he didn't get to touch the new kid Denny, Bobby. Oh, Donnie. Yeah, yeah. And he did. And, and just so you know, I've said no, this you before. You grabbed his ass. You said I didn't grab his ass. <laughs> you saw it. I touched it, but I didn't wow, grab it. All right. There's a difference between touching and grabbing. You can't get arrested for that. It was well, an accident. Correct. Was it like a pat? Like how? Like was it when I you, just was it a good I game? just gently placed my hand there while I was getting my selfie done. Wow! On his ass cheek? Yes. Yes. Is that well, what you guys do? It was kind of half and half. It's like lower back portion of ass cheek. Oh yeah. So, um, so I wasn't. Where was you went that route. Shirley Rose played some grabby. Where was his hand at? Where was his hand? Yeah. Uh, one hand was this way, and the other hand was holding my phone. Oh, okay. <laughs> so so um but was it, I, was it everything you thought it would be yes yes yeah. he's in shape imagine it's firm i mean you well first of all i had talked about i have touched three of the five new kids the remaining two i have yet to touch which we is will. jordan and danny we got two more to mark off the list i managed here. to touch donnie a second time and joe mcintyre touched my hand a second time i will take that even if i don't get the other oh two. yeah he's the young cute one they used he's to say. my favorite yeah. donnie was my second favorite but yeah. joe was my favorite so uh but yeah it was uh it was a lot of fun and uh yeah that's cool no i, I seriously I, I was impressed when i saw that picture i was like that even alan thomas was jealous of that selfie <laughs> <laughs> but, i've wow. seen a lot of uh that's great about music and concerts i saw dave matthews was around uh you played the same night i heard Friday that night. garth brooks put on Charlotte, an absolute show too, yeah. Yeah. in bank there. of america stadium this stadium yeah. tour that he's on is is top notch theater in the round did you see yeah. the one yeah. where he was at lsu yes none he played baton he played baton rouge and oh, baton yeah. Baton rouge. Yeah. Yeah. yeah well he's back with now, his family i've, I've yeah. seen him uh, <laughs> i've seen him in concert he does a great show i mean i've heard from multiple people that it, he, it was he, one of the best concerts they have ever been to oh it's a lot of fun tyler uh, harrison saying i went to the new kids and backstreet concert years ago and i was the only guy in the section huh. tell you what Shirley, maybe next time i need to go with you <laughs> no <laughs> no because like you're gonna target, ruin my night sounds like a target rich environment you kept mentioning mom Target rich environment. Well, first of all, it is a for you. It's a target rich environment. However, you need to be in some other section than me because you're not going (laughs) to mess. You are not messing with my. That would be a good reality show on Netflix, right there. Troy and Shirley at the New Kids. Shirley, what's this song? This song sucks, Shirley. Why do you like this song? I don't like this song. By the end, Um, security would have to escort me out. Troy finds his way on stage, takes a mic, and goes, "All of you people are really screaming." Don't you guys grow out of this? Get a life. <laughs> Every 13-year-old, you raise your hand. Everybody else is wrong. Yeah. Now, who wants to touch my ass? <laughs> <laughs> 
so robert matthews was very excited about this because he was on facebook like two weeks before the concert saying like hey shirley we got two weeks shirley we got four days shirley we got two days did you get to see pirate radio listener robert matthews no i did not uh we got there right at about eight o'clock because we got caught up in some traffic so it took us a little while to get there um and so i didn't have a chance to really i had some friends that were actually at the concert i was communicating with and i didn't get to see anybody because by the time we got there the concert was pretty much get ready to start and we were trying to get our get to our seats so i didn't get a chance to really talk to anybody that i knew that was going to be at the concert was in vogue there yes in right. vogue was there and Club they Rock were in vogue. very really? yeah. very good are they Scan- still in vogue scantily clad oh. women on mtv <laughs> salt and pepper why is he another still young talking? favorite yes and they so, were great as well oh yeah what was their big hit they had uh Mini. push it push it right well push it was mm. probably the, their mm. smash it hit but good. they have shoop did they play all their hits? oh yeah they, they played play their new stuff no yeah, they don't have any new stuff relations i just realized no no yeah. no, no, no it's That's called pretty much every song yeah think about it it was called the mixtape they had to push a wheelchair i knew that was good salt and pepper refers to their hair now oh jeez um no they played all of their old hits it, it was basically they don't have any new hits so they played all of their old hits they got that's, but that's, talking. that's why you go you don't want to hear I, anything I don't want to hear their new crap salt and pepper no, you want to hear the 1992 exactly. like if you go see i know uh jimmy buffett i know you don't want to hear new material no you not hear class i want to hear margaritaville i want to hear boat drinks yeah i want to hear changes in the latitudes boat yeah. drinks yeah Mm-hmm. And as, as a matter of fact, yeah, that's whatever. why yeah. that's why Garth Brooks's show is so good because he st- he stated before as a concert goer himself, the last thing he wants to do is hear new stuff. He wants to hear all the old stuff, yeah, so he it. makes sure he plays all yeah. of his old stuff. The stadium has been yeah, the stadium tour has been pretty much just the hits. Yeah, yeah, I think that's why it's resonated so well. All right, uh, good segment. Let's take yeah, a break. Fantastic. We have some, out on uh, the field. It's a good summer segment. No, yeah, it was good. Uh, no, no, yeah. No, I, I had fun. Yeah, it was all right. No, it was, just a, no it was a blast. <laughs> <laughs> I've got, uh, we got some pirate news to talk about. Some pirate good, news. Uh, some not so good, but we'll oh boy. pass that along uh, coming up next to you on Pirate Radio Live. A lot of great guests on the show, including Zach Agnos and Bryson Whirl in Hour 3. When's Brian Bailey coming on? Four? At 4 o'clock. I had lunch with Brian Bailey today. Congrats. Cool, Did you story. touch him? Uh, uh, actually, you know what? I don't think I touched him. No. Okay. But we'll, we'll have a funny Bailey story later in the show. All right. Sounds good. Yeah. More to go. Pirate Radio Live. Back with you after this. You're listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. Do you need custom t-shirts, apparel, or promotional items for your business, organization, or event? Keep it local. Print it local with University Sportswear. Contact them today at universitysportswearenc.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. University PC Care has been Pirate Nation's go-to IT expert since 2006, and they are the local tech support experts for any of your business needs. Let University PC Care take care of it so you can take care of business. Business. Visit universitypccare.com to learn more today. Now let's head back in to Pirate Radio Live. Here is your host, Cliff Rock. Alrighty, back with you, Pirate Radio Live here on a Monday. Cliff Rock, 
Chan Man, Troy D going to join us back here in just a moment. Shirley Road, CJ Schaefer here in the Pirate Radio studios. I uh, do have some uh, sad news to get to from over the weekend, and uh, that would be about an incoming East Carolina baseball pirate as uh, it was a, a boating accident this weekend. Parker Bird, uh, one of the people involved in that, and uh, Bird's family says that he is uh, right now under the care of uh, ECU Health Medical Center in Greenville and uh, going through a lot health-wise right now. So hoping that young man uh, will be okay. Baseball, the last thing on uh, his mind right now and, and our minds as well. But I uh, saw that news over the weekend and uh, a boating accident, an accident in the water, Troy D, for Parker Bird. Yeah, I heard about that. Uh, not a lot of details other than I believe what her, his mom has put out on social media, but just a, a terrible story and uh, seemed like such a, a talent and – uh, boy, I hope he makes a recovery and is, is able to come back. But right now, I mean, it's – I don't know. I mean, it sounded uh, – reading about it sounded really terrible. Yeah, um, the way they're talking, it sounds like they're – Baseball's probably the least of They're hoping more of walking right and things yes, like that than, than it's baseball. It's tragic. Uh, so, we saw that news over the weekend. Wanted to pass that along. Also, uh, some other news from the weekend, and this one was a bit of a shock. C.J. Mayhew signing with the Los Angeles Angels organization. So – Happy for CJ. Uh, selfishly, we wanted him back on the team, but that's not going to happen as he is going to pursue his dream to play pro baseball. So, was not drafted, but does uh, receive a contract from the Ang- Angels organization and will be attempting to uh, to make a roster there in the minor leagues. All the uh, I was thinking about this over the weekend. I heard you reference it. I think uh, the Pirate Radio athletes from baseball all have uh, moved on. Have been very successful. Yeah, is it me? Empty room. The uh, majority of them have all gone pro. I think only uh, Ryder was the one that moved on to an SEC school. So in many ways, he's gone pro. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so we'll have a, a, a new group and uh, a big announcement later speaking of uh, pirate radio athletes clip we got a big announcement coming up thursday had a lot of fun talking to the guys inside the players lounge during the football season last year and uh hoping we can do that again this year troy Day. yeah we uh we'll have some fun times coming up soon fun times coming up soon yeah all right stay tuned i will be uh i'll be I think, in. man i'm excited about this season clip I, I think we're on the uh verge of something special here uh let's get troy d riled up because i saw um some state fans were saying you know how much red will be at dowdy ficklin stadium september more 3rd. than i'd probably that was want. a mistake to say what percentage of dowdy will be red september 3rd uh wolfpack nation on twitter said 35 to 40 percent um, uh that's ridiculous uh, to say that hold, they- hold on before you say ridiculous uh someone named rj said uh ecu doesn't attend their own games been to two both games less than seven thousand fans easily 85 percent red on september 3rd i am not kidding well first of all <laughs> even when even when it was rock bottom under john thompson and scotty montgomery there were i mean you still had 20 some thousand fans in the stadium you know even oh. when times were terrible um that, first of all that, so that's an absurd comment right <laughs> i don't know where you know he's getting and, and, and i will say this you know it's um, I, the stadium's not a sellout it's been a while since there's been fifty thousand people but let me tell you what people will show up for an nc state beat down east carolina delivering it the pirate fan the average pirate fan that maybe doesn't even attend but one or two games a year will come to this game i'm telling you it'll be much more uh, there's no you know Four to one, five to one, ten to one, whatever it is, purple to red. 
They'll uh, have their section, and there'll be other state fans there. There'll be plenty of state fans there, but it will be dominating by East Carolina. Fans. Sure, and it'll make for a good atmosphere with some red in there too. Yeah. And he has the he has a big nerve to say that because does he remember 2013 when uh, East Carolina? No, clearly this guy doesn't remember anything. When East Carolina rolled into Raleigh and whooped State's ass, and the purple goal chants were louder than ever in yeah. Carter Finley Stadium. So, walk right into that one. Yeah, uh, just a, an asinine comment. But single uh, game tickets went on sale today for Pirate Club members. They'll go on sale coming up next week uh, for the general public. So, let's uh, let's get those tickets, get a packed house for Saturday, September 3rd. Um, speaking of football, just confirmed clip. Uh, Coach Mike Houston will be here Friday at 3 o'clock. Good deal. Live in studio. Talking so, some uh, preseason. One of the last days before uh, camp officially begins on Tuesday. So can't they uh, report to camp August 2nd on Tuesday. And uh, soon uh, we'll be out there covering, you know, post-practice, getting comments, interviews, things yeah. like that. So it's uh, tis the season, man. It is it's coming up. Yeah. I'm excited. Media day will be uh, around the corner before you know it. So uh, a lot. Yeah. I mean, literally we're a week away from it starting. Uh, like we, officially. We did an I mean, it's already started for us, but for the team reporting a week away. We did an exercise a couple weeks ago. We'll put you on the spot here, Troy. All right. Uh, we ranked our – you don't have to do all of the games, but we ranked uh, the games we're most excited about, all 1 right. through 12. Yeah. Did we I all, hear uh, Dingbat over here rank Elon or what, as his most exciting game? Well, you should know who's on the schedule, Troy. It's Campbell. I'm sorry, Campbell. Why well, I put Campbell and Elon at the same level. Wow easy there oh, wow easy there partner. but that was your most exciting game no you must have not listened so that was my second most <laughs> oh, you got it way wrong yeah, his sorry. second most all right uh so everybody had state number one obviously yeah take state uh let's see you look through the schedule here memphis ucf at byu houston cincinnati what's number two for you on the list uh i'm gonna put that byu game are you going this year? I don't know. I haven't decided. You went the last I time. I did. Huh? I went this I went last time. It was quite a journey. It was it was a great road trip. We uh had a good group of guys uh go with us. We actually went through Vegas. That was so that was kind of the the yin and yang of uh college football trips on the same weekend. We spent a night or two in Vegas and then went to uh Provo, Utah, which was the exact opposite of Vegas. So uh, two worlds apart. The way you talked, I thought you converted to Mormonism. I did. You I am were... a big fan of the um, folks with, uh, I believe it is officially known as the um, the Mormons. Yes, Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints Church. Uh, great people. And uh, made a lot of friends out there. And uh, very, I will say this, the friendliest group of folks I've ever been around. BYU. A little different than going to like Morgantown, I've West Virginia. I've never been a... around a group of people that were more... They were either friendly or they just left you alone. But they did. They never. They didn't have an ill word to say to you. They didn't do anything mean. They, as I said, they they either welcomed you with open arms or they just left you alone. But there was no animosity whatsoever. I wonder how many people out there were familiar with East Carolina. Probably they, not many. I mean, they didn't know guess. who we were. Probably right. They had to Google it up. Yeah. To see. Oh, okay. I've heard of. And, and I met one Chris of the, Johnson. And they go number one party school. <laughs> I met one of the top uh, guys of the faith, one of the leaders of their fa- of the LDS faith. Was there? Who was that? Uh, well, I forget his name now. <laughs> okay. I mean, Sounds what, like a big deal. It, well, it wasn't easy, like Pope something. You know, I forget it was. Uh, but I have some friends in the LDS faith that saw the photo back then that we posted, and they, they it, to them it was like their Pope. You know, it would be 
like if you're a Catholic meeting the Pope, if you're in the LDS faith. Did you, t- did you touch him? I did. We shook hands, talked for a while. He actually uh, invited me to Salt Lake City to get a tour of the church. And like the, the, I did, and I would have taken him up on it, but we had to leave the next day. Uh, you know, the big sanctuary, you know, like the headquarters. Did he offer you any Kool-Aid to drink while you were there? <laughs> Someone said, be careful if you go in the basement. I don't know about but, this. This is no, this sounds is, creepy to me. No, but I was just being very nice. That's I mean, good. So that's, that's how they start. Super you. nice guy. I mean, he had like a security detail like the president, though. Like he has his own, he travels with security. And um, obviously he was a huge fan favorite at, at the game. He was walking around on the field, shaking everyone's <laughs> hands like he was Elvis coming in. So uh, I went up and I had to find out who, who is this guy. Well, now if you see him again, you'll... Uh, well, now he's out of the... Like, he served his term, and he's done. So what's and he I, doing now? Uh, he's probably retired, is my guess. They've got, like, kind of... I've read up on the faith. They've got, like, three leaders, and he was one of the three. How much money's in that? Uh, I don't know, Clip, but uh, I would imagine it probably pays pretty decent. You know, mm-hmm. there's a lot of responsibilities that go with that, too. Good gig. So, I mean, think, think about how much a head football coach gets. Imagine how much a head of a religion gets. Or Kirby Smart, you get 12 mil a year. Right, so aren't these guys a little more important than a football coach? Mm, depends on who I'm you I'm just ask. saying, leading a religion versus leading a football team. There's a lot of religions out there. In fact, I talked about that this weekend. Are there more football teams or more religions? If you go, I don't know. If you go through all levels, it'll be pretty close. I mean, active religions right now. I mean, I don't no. know what's going on across the world. That you could name. I mean, there's a handful of religions out there, if you think about it. A handful? Yes, compared to with hundreds, if not thousands, of football teams. Hmm. You don't think a leader of a religion is getting paid more than a head football coach? I'm sure they're getting paid more. Yeah. Because they, yeah. I mean, it's like the Pope. What do you think he makes? I don't know if it's more important. I don't even though. know if he makes money. He just never has to pay for anything. He's, everything's taken care of. Football coaches also take over that uh, father figure to young men right. as well. So I don't I don't I don't know which one's more important. Well, you can affect more people as a leader of a religion than just a football coach. All right, you, they really got you good. Why are you? <laughs> hey, hey, will you lay off my LDS people? Yeah, uh, <laughs> to me they're family. It's like a Scientologist now. <laughs> That's right. a different religion. It is. There's a yeah. lot of them out there, Troy. I'm telling you, that would be like meeting Tom Cruise. Is he the head? Of, oh, he's the unofficial head of that and, religion. And, and if you had more time on your hands, you'd be one hell of a preacher. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, your church would go to like three in the afternoon on Sundays. <laughs> Get out of there. Y'all, no, pra- we, y'all praise Jeff Blake. <laughs> <laughs> We'd meet like Tuesdays or Thursdays. That let everyone have a weekend off. You yeah, laid, well, it's got to be Sunday. Yeah, Sunday's football. Y'all up. pray. Y'all, you laid down the grass that you got at Fulton County Stadium. <laughs> yeah, and that's, still that's where you pray. The Holy Land. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah, we should move. Put on. that at the altar. All right. Number three. Uh three boy. We got off on a sidetrack on BYU. I'm gonna go. Uh, probably Cincinnati. So this is your last shot at Cincinnati, it's a Houston, Friday night and UCF time game. Yeah, and uh, we'd love to get one, two, or three of them on the way out. Yeah, I'd put Cincinnati and Houston kind of neck and neck right there. Although UCF, I would like, I'd probably bounce UCF actually above Houston. Um, and man, now that I think about it, maybe even above Cincinnati. Well, I think first I'd, of all, that one's at home, so yeah, that so, adds to the excitement. Right. So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go uh, NC State, BYU, then UCF okay. as my top conference game. And we already went down the could you imagine train. And we're reeling off wins well, here. Well, could you imagine, Trey, in case you missed it, was we beat NC State at home. But then you have the rest of September, ODU, Campbell, 
in Navy. Uh, could you imagine after beating NC State going the next, winning the next three and going four and zero to get out of September? Yeah. Yes, I could. ECU will be favorites in those next three. Right. Correct. Now none of them gimmies other than Campbell's got to be a gimme, but Old Dominion they, Navy not gimmies. Yeah, well, and, and Navy's always tough, but when they beat Navy last year on the road, um, why not do it at home? Navy not a gimme, not a gimme. No. Okay, no, that's right. all I said, right. and you're agreeing. Correct. Not a gimme. Yeah. So yeah, and again, the schedule plays out so strangely. Where I, I ran the Phil Steel power rankings last week, ECU is going to be uh, is ahead of on Phil Steel's rankings of campbell odu campbell navy south florida tulane you play all them in a row and memphis and then they are under ucf byu cincinnati houston all in a row yeah so that is weird it is the first half state's a tough game obviously state's a favorite over east carolina but um the first half of the schedule a lot lighter than the back half you need to win early in the season correct if you want to have a good record and you build momentum you build confidence yeah and then all of a sudden and that's why I said it. If you beat a team like NC State, you you could you have the ability to beat any other team because they're as strong as any team on the schedule. The way I look at it, going into it, and again, like BYU, kind of sneaky in there. I've seen, and we'll get the AP coaches poll in the next month, I guess, late August. Yeah, but uh, BYU has been up there in the top fifteen. Top he was, uh, I think, th- they were thirteen on Phil Steele's top twenty-five. Right. So higher than NC State, right? Yes. Like a couple of spots, which I don't think Phil Steele is as high on state than some others are. Obviously not just by the line that he set. Right. He's put it as a three-point game. Yeah. Which is almost close to a pick you know. Yeah, uh, but there are people out there who are very high Correct. NC State this year. Mostly NC State media. Well, no, I've seen others. Some uh, some non-biased folks. Who? Just, uh, I just saw... Um, I mean, I gotta look them up now. I mean, I will, I guess. Just on Twitter, uh, friend of the program, uh, Jeff Nadu, big man on campus, mm-hmm. uh, responded to a Twitter uh, question. Uh, I think it was Davis Searcy asking him, did he think that East Carolina would have a chance uh, over NC State come September third? He did say that he bet the Pirates this morning plus ten and a half. Yeah, I love the ten and a half. Honestly, I mean, I think you take you could almost take the money line for an out out right win but i love getting the points take the points right now if anybody wants some action you want some action no oh, okay. no but uh i'll i'll have my prediction uh in two months from now okay the game starts <laughs> i mean we can throw out predictions i guess i don't know i'm state's gonna be good state i mean that line i am concerned with both lines more so their d-line can our o-line hang up with their hang on against their d-line that's my question and it will be answered september 3rd thank you or will we have more questions than answers sometimes you have more questions than answers after these games you think your 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 questions will be answered and then you end up with only more questions my question of before can ecu's o-line hang with ecu's d-line question will be answered that will that be day. answered I will have no further questions, Your Honor, after I see that the, game. The, the, the defense be, rests. I don't know. You can go to that uh, ODU game the very next week and say, now, can ECU's O-line handle NC State today? But that, I do not have that question right now. I have one question, and I've already asked it, and it will be answered on September 3rd. Can the O-line hold? Yes. 
like not hold as in penalties just like <laughs> we hold, don't want hold, them to hold. hold them back keep Ehlers upright yeah. open up lanes for Mitchell and Harris yeah and, uh, and have a day yeah well if the if the O-line is as good as advertised and they're pumping them up pretty good mostly ECU people right <laughs> and, and we should hopefully have a really good year mostly me yeah <laughs> so do you trust me i'm really hoping that keaton mitchell breaks one for about 70 yards but it's going to stink though because there's not going to be hardly any ecu fans there to cheer 85 <laughs> percent. there's going to be more booze according to <laughs> one nc state wolfpack fans yeah according to one what dude, a moron 85 percent at daddy Ficklin's 85 percent red and white <laughs> that is insane yeah it's not 85 percent red and white and carter finley i mean yeah just an asinine statement uh all right that's the great thing about the internets yeah anybody can the great say thing anything. people make fools often of you just have asinine statements and they just go unheard or only the people you work with or live with now you can make an asinine statement and it can be heard and seen by tons of people that's great and picked up by sports talk radio people. <laughs> all right let's get a break in we'll come back one more segment to go here in hour number one of pirate radio live we'll take a time out come back have more for you after this listening to hour one of pirate radio live do you need custom t-shirts apparel or promotional items for your business organization or event keep it local print it local with university sportswear contact them today at university sportswear now back to the show welcome back tommy's express car wash come experience the difference at tommy's now open at the corner of greenville boulevard and red banks road doesn't your car deserve it? Visit Tommy's Express Car Wash today. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip Rock. All right, back with you here, Pirate Radio Live. We're uh, playing out the summer days here as we get ready for football season. And it's time to get ourselves prepared to ask good questions, whether it be during interviews, press conferences. Uh, we've got the Parker's Barbecue uh, Big Carolina 3A, 4A coaches getting together yeah, in a couple Monday. of weeks uh, for high school football. So we gotta we got to get our interview skills ready. And uh, to do that, I've been watching some interviews. And uh, I saw uh, this one from a racetrack over the weekend. And uh, this is Chris Horton Jr., I believe the name, uh, talking after he was uh, knocked out of a race over the weekend. So, Shirley, let's, uh, let's hear this uh, one-on-one interview. Let's go trackside. Chris Horton Jr. just exited out of his 42. What happened to end your day so early? Uh, we just decided to pull the car in to save it. Get a little bit of front nose damage. The team is able to look over it. What's the next steps as you come back to Langley? I know you're a regular out here. Uh, I have no idea what you said. What's the next steps to get this car back together to come back to Langley? Uh, I don't know. Chris Horton. All right. So there you go. Uh, Chris Horton, a man of few words. I don't know. Didn't know what she was saying. Didn't know what they needed to do to get the car back ready. Just didn't know. Tie. <laughs> High. Drive. <laughs> car. Uh, he's just there to. Tie. Tie. 
<laughs> he's just there to drive folks and uh and that's it so again troy i set it up uh we got to get our interview skills ready we're about to do a lot of interviews here during football season <clears throat> you're right Absolutely. so so there's that one uh sometimes you just got to move on to the next player next coach yeah not going to get much out of that guy um by the way i like your hat by the way when i saw you came in with it i thought it was a bears logo from the side it was orange because it looked orange almost thank you which made me think of the new oh have you seen the new alternate helmets yeah i'm in the with? middle of a sorry okay, bit here so we can just, just totally <laughs> sidetrack it to talk about this hat i just said it's that cool nobody hat. listening can see no it's nice it's a nice hat it is all right go ahead i mean what a time I, to bring that up I, i'm segueing from like, one to the doing? next one all right so we're talking about that. a hat the, well, the bears well, have, they were they were hats in in these races the bears have awful uh alternate helmets did you see those they're awesome the orange do you like them are orange you kidding me <laughs> i am not kidding you clip i want to hear more about this nascar stuff uh well now we move to the world of baseball our friend nick castellanos oh i love him what do you know about him he always gets good hits when people are talking <laughs> uh well he is not getting good hits lately because the, the crowd was booing him why uh because he stinks and they're from philly and they boo everybody oh, yeah. and a reporter wanted to know more about it did you uh hear the blues there when you struck out and they playing the game there no man i lost my hearing <laughs> so you didn't hear it. come on man that's a stupid question why is it a stupid question can anybody else answer that for him? Anybody? Yeah, man, that's a stupid question. It's not a stupid question. If it's a stupid question, you should be equipped to answer all right, it. All right, I did all answer right, it. All right, all right. The answer we should got be able to answer a stupid question. We got the answer. That doesn't mean that I can't say that it's a stupid question. It wasn't a stupid question. Of course, if I heard the booze, is 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 that's a rhetorical question. Of course, it's stupid. Did you hear the booze? That's a stupid question. We got the answer. We're good. Thanks, guys. And you should be able to handle a stupid question. I did. Wow. <laughs> handle was that the reporter firing back then? Yeah, he was like pointing at him. And you stuff. usually don't hear that. I know. Uh, but that's in Philly. You know, because there's been plenty of stupid questions asked, you know, at ECU events we've been at by other folks. <laughs> but when and you never hear that, you never hear. Troy, you people. and I have asked stupid questions. I've asked a stupid too. question before. Yeah, Not can, often, I mean, but it can, it can happen. Yeah. But I, I've never gone after a coach like that or anything. I. Uh, but no one's ever done that to me either. Yeah, and it was. It was. A, he's right. It was a rhetorical question. Of course, he heard the booze. Everybody could hear. It. Yeah, he might. He should have. T- see, if I was him, I would have tied it into a question. After hearing the booze, did right. it affect your play? That's a legit question. I think. Did it bother you, and did it have an effect on how you were playing? Yeah. Of course, he heard the booze. I would already go ahead and assume he heard it. And even after that, now, that might have been a good question, and you might have got, got a good answer. Yeah. Maybe I should be covering baseball up there. Yeah, you should. Get that moron fired. <laughs> it was a stupid question, but and instead of doing what you kind of said, like moving on to the next one, okay, clearly you heard it. He just challenged him on it. Yeah. Like, it's not a stupid question. It's not. It was a good question. And then you had the Tom McClellan, Malcolm Gray guy stepping in there. Yes. You also heard right. his voice. Yeah. All right, we got it, guys. We got it. We're good here. Yeah. Hit it again, Shirley. I love yeah. the back. Yeah, and forth I, I got to hear this. Stupid again. question, not a stupid question, stupid question. Did you uh, hear the blues there when you struck out and they played the game there? No, man, I lost my hearing. <laughs> so you didn't hear it? Come on, man, that's a stupid question. Why is it a stupid question? Can anybody else answer that for him? Anybody? 
Yeah, man, that's a stupid question. It's not a stupid question. If it's a stupid question, you should be equipped to answer it. All right, all right, I did all right, answer it. All right, all right. The answer we got the answer. We got the answer. We got the answer. That doesn't mean that I can't say that it's a stupid question. It wasn't a stupid question. Of course, if I heard the booze, is 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 that's a rhetorical question? Of course, it's a stupid question. Did you hear the booze? That's a stupid question. We got the answer. We're good. Thanks, guys. We're and you should be able to handle a stupid question. I did. <laughs> wow. I bet they just kept going for another hour. I wish they didn't break them up. I wanted Not to hear where it was going to go. Stupid question. It wasn't. Yeah. I, I love how uh, he says, uh, "I must." Uh, yeah, I lost my hearing, and the reporter goes, "So you didn't hear the booze?" <laughs> <laughs> well, and he did say it was a stupid question. And the reporter says it's not a stupid question. Danny goes, "Okay, well, it was a stupid question. You should be able to answer it." So right. He, he kind of admitted it. Yeah. yeah he's like, "All right, so, so if it's a stupid question, you should be fit to uh, to answer it." Yeah, so there you so go. So childish. A few do's and don'ts uh, this upcoming football season. Yeah, we're above that here. I've been trying to think of a stupid question to Mike Houston and see if he'll tell me it's a stupid question. I can't wait for you and Will Bland to go back and forth uh, in a couple of weeks at Parker's Barbecue. Should I have a stupid question for him? Yeah. All right. I'm going to ask one stupid question just to see if they'll come back at me. You know what I mean? Yeah. I just These guys are too nice. They I will, think they are too. Yeah, they uh, yeah. That's Philly. It's different. I said Will Bland because he he's the coach for Jay. And Rose, you're better than you that. Conley, but Will Bland, I don't think he would blow up. Yeah. Like nah. that. Clip, you're too good to ask a stupid question. None of these guys would. So, so try to ask a stupid question to CJ Wilson. He will be there. <laughs> He'll still be uh, imposing. I don't know. I don't know if I want to do that. All right, Troy, are you coming back here in the five o'clock hour? Yeah, what's going on at 4 o'clock? Oh, yeah, uh, John Moody. Uh, did you see the race yesterday? That's like three in a row for me. So Denny Hamlin won. Kurt Busch finished second. And both of them got DQ'd. Chase Elliott wins. Are you serious? I am serious. How it is. So what am I in the hole now, 20 bucks? 30. You sure? I'm, yeah. I'm going to take your word on this. I'm positive. I did not see the race. By yeah. the way, shout out John Moody. Him and his wife had their second child over the weekend. Oh, Congratulations to the little Moody. Little Moods. He's, he's little Moody. Let's see. I'm going to check the results real quick to see how many in a row. Oh, I can't tell this way because other guys win. But So Truex, Elliot, Elliot, and then Elliot again. So, yeah, that's uh, four in a row, Troy Day. Clip and I was up sports. at one point. So yeah. We got even, and now I'm in the hole. Yeah. All right. So uh, thanks for the great news. <laughs> uh, Vince McMahon has popped up in uh, in NASCAR apparently with that wacky. Now movie. I have said this about Vince McMahon. If you haven't heard of the news, Vince McMahon now stepping down from his role as chairman and uh, creative director at, at WWE, uh, East Carolina alum, one of the um, most famous and wealthiest East Carolina alums in history. Uh, took over his dad's company and, and made it a multi-billion dollar business and um, took it publicly traded. Uh, has been a lot of, a lot of uh, I don't know if I would even say it was uh, accusations because he's paid off women that he's had affairs with and now this has come public because he used company money to do it. It's a publicly traded company, so some of this has come to light. Anyway, um, no longer with the company was the news last week. I said, if I'm running AEW, which is a rival now that has started against WWE, I reach out to Vince McMahon and I say, hey, we will sign you. What do you need? Let's do it. Could you, the ultimate heel, Vince McMahon, turn after probably feels like WWE's done him wrong, now goes with the competition. Wouldn't that be a hell of a storyline? It would be a huge story. Um, do you think you should do it? Should he? Yeah. If he wants to. 
can I can I do a hypothetical? No, don't do a hypothetical because I know where you're going with this. And I don't want to talk about it. Well, do not? a hypothetical. No, because LRB doesn't like stuff like this. I know where you're going. Don't don't do the hypothetical. I don't want to hear it. From All right. Okay. No, I know where you're going. And the answer is no. He shouldn't do it. <laughs> I like to put oh, put myself or someone else in that situation just to. To get a feel for it. Okay, yeah. but I won't. That changed that. your uh, answer <laughs> quick, didn't it, bud? Yeah. No, he shouldn't do it. You're right. <laughs> All right. Uh, we got Brian Bailey coming up next. Gotcha. I'll, I'll, be, I'll, be back, I'll be back at five. I'm going to take a break. Houston football uh, preview coming up around 430. And also, Zach Agnos, Bryson Worrell later on in the show. Troy D will uh, we'll give you an hour rest and uh, talk to you at five. See you then. Thanks, right. guys. Brian Bailey coming up, talking football after this. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Tommy's Express Car Wash. Come experience the difference at Tommy's. Now open at the corner of Greenville Boulevard and Red Banks Road. Doesn't your car deserve it? Visit Tommy's Express Car Wash today. Now back to the show. Welcome back. Greenville Utilities Neighbor to Neighbor program provides help for those who need temporary assistance with their utility costs, and you can make a difference. Your tax-deductible donation can be added to your GUC bill each month, or you can make a one-time donation, and GUC will match all donations up to $20,000 each year. Consider helping a neighbor with GUC's Neighbor to Neighbor program. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip Rock. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live. <laughs> that was a good segment. Was a we'll bring segment. that back uh, when we have more time. Maybe an hour or three. What would you call that segment, Clip? Troy D's Tab Cleanup. Such a good segment, I never left the studio. Well, Tab Roulette. Yeah. So Troy's got a lot of tabs open. Yeah, and on my laptop. He scrolls over, and we tell him to stop, and we he clicks on it. We see, see what, what it is, is, and then whether we need to keep it or not. And we, there are legitimately some we found we, worth saving. Yeah, well, we, a couple we saved and a couple we deleted. Yeah. We looked at about four or five, and we only deleted one. <laughs> so. no, well, no, I thought two. Well, two, two, two. yeah. And it's where yeah. you went back to the page, and it was no longer there. Vineyard yeah. Vines was closed out. My bag was empty. Yep. And then uh, there was something at that pool store that was closed out. And I am not just pointing the finger at Troy. I checked my email. I have twelve thousand nine hundred twenty-three emails oh, in my inbox. Rookie numbers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I need to do some cleaning of my own. So. All right, let's uh, maybe we'll revisit that later in the show. We'll do some live on the air Troy's tabs. That could okay. get interesting. That folks. could get interesting. <laughs> that could get a little wild. All right, uh, Brian Bailey joining us on the Pirate Radio Live line. Missed him last week. He's back this week. BB, how you doing, man? Doing well and getting set for uh, next Monday, 12 noon, with head coach Mike Houston for the hour. So we're looking forward to it. The Brian Bailey Show will be back right here on Pirate Radio coming up next Monday. So Mike Houston going to lead you off, Bailey. And then that following Monday, we'll be at Parker's Barbecue for the Big Carolina 3A, 4A Media Day, one of my favorite events of the year. So uh, that week, you're going to be doing your show on Tuesday, correct? Correct. We'll do that on Tuesday. We'll pull probably going to center in on high school football with the theme that week. So we'll have some of the interviews um, for, from the uh, Parker's event for the Big Carolina 3A, 4A. That'll be our Tuesday topic uh, at noon on that Tuesday, and then we'll come back and be back on our regular 
uh, Monday slate uh, the next week, and Mike Oresco is going to join us, the commissioner of the American Athletic Conference. So good deal. Got some big shows planned. Good deal. Starting to preview some high school football. Already talked to Will Bland and Nate Connor from uh, JH Rose, DH Conley, respectively. We'll talk to Perry Owens coming up tomorrow on the show. Head football coach out of Washington, trying to get all these guys on the show. Bailey, where while they they do some work, but uh, gear up for official practice beginning, I guess next week, right? Begins on Monday, August yeah. the first, and anxious to see what time some of the teams are going to go. Some schools, you know, they try to go early. Some schools will go later in the afternoon. Historically, Rose goes later in the afternoon. Conley usually goes early in the morning. South Central usually goes in the morning. But I don't know for this year. We're still trying to track some of that stuff down. But yeah. First day of high school football practice, always a big deal. Looking forward to it. Looking forward to another year of Touchdown Friday as well, Bailey. And talking to Will Bland, they had the, the coaches convention, I guess, a few weeks ago. And he said one of the topics there was maybe expanding uh, to another classification, maybe going all the way to 5A. And you hear about the you know, the conference is changing, which we saw with the big Carolina 3A, 4A, and now maybe a classification change. It seems like there's always changes uh, going on in high school sports. And I don't know if they'll ever, you know, fix all the issues, but but is that needed, another classification, you think, in uh, high school sports? It probably is needed. I mean, you know, football for years has subdivided, and they're getting rid of that. We're going yeah. to have eight state champions, and that's probably too many. Uh, but five sounds like you know, a pretty good number. I don't know, you know, if, if they went to five, you know, from our area, uh, Conley and Newburn would be the two that are four. A now would they be five? A and I'm not quite sure. I don't know what the numbers would be, but uh, you know, the rest of them were you know, that big Carolina three A four A. Most of them are three A, you know, at the three A levels. So then everything kind of splits up a little bit. What you don't want to do is have a tri split. You don't want to have three A four A's and five A. So I think sometimes when you try to try to fix one thing, it's like you're plugging holes elsewhere. Yeah, and I think that's the case, which is why we keep seeing changes so many times uh, when it comes to high school sports across the uh, state. Talking to Brian Bailey. Bailey, looking forward to some pirate football as well. Counting down the days. Uh, Talked to Coach Donnie Kirkpatrick and Blake Harrell on Friday. They're very optimistic um, about what they have on their sides of the ball this year. And, and Donnie saying C.J. Johnson uh, back on the team, has had a good offseason, done everything they asked of him. And with, with him and the additions they've made this offseason at receiver, it's it's kind of gone from, boy, this looks like a position of weakness for East Carolina to it could end up being a strength. We'll see when all those guys get on the field together. Yeah, and the word is that C.J. is going to move to that slot position that Tyler Sneed had. And uh, when you think about it, you know, Tyler was, was, was so little and squirted around through there and, and made so many big plays. C.J.'s got a little bigger body on him. And if, if he – and apparently in talking to some of the guys that he really likes that role. And so they're looking for big things out of him. And I, I think it's great. You know, in life, sometimes you need a second chance. And hopefully, CJ can take advantage of this one and just have a great, great year. Think about some speed on the outside and have Jones and Johnson on the inside. Uh, Holden Aylers has got to be liking his chances with matchups there. I'll tell you, the other thing he likes is that offensive line. Yeah. It, it's got to be the best offensive line that Coach Houston's had since uh, – he's been here and you know the the more they protect Holton the better off you know it's going to be I mean we've seen Holton have just monumental days you know back at quarterback if he's got time he can sling it around 
Seeing a lot of chatter today and, and pretty much every day about, you know, with, with tickets going on sale, single game tickets for Pirate Clubbers today. Uh, there was some talk about the opener against NC State and NC State fans predicting how how much red will be in the stadium that day. And they're, the state's gearing up. I've seen people call this, you know, their most anticipated season in a long, long time. I guess since the, the Chuck Amato days where they had Phillip Rivers and thought they had a shot to maybe finish top 10 in the year. But they are jacked up about this uh, this football team in Raleigh this year, Bailey. It's going to be a showdown coming up in September. Well, it's going to be fun. I mean, it's going to be, you know, the closer and closer we get to it and and state does. They have high aspirations. I mean, they're they're talking, you know, making it to the ACC uh, championship game and uh, and all kind. I mean, they they and they have a good football team coming back. So it just depends on how they put it all together. But you know, until you get out there, you don't know. You know, you may think you know what you've got, but you don't know what you've got until you get out there. And that'll be a tremendous test for them uh, if they come in and take East Carolina lightly. It, it could be a long day for the Wolfpack because you know, that stadium's going to be rocking. It's going to be a hundred. 15 degrees and it's going to be something special cannot wait our pregame coverage will get underway 8 a.m that morning brian bailey will be a part of that and looking forward to a a fun day and a fun season of football also don't forget the pirate radio football kickoff party coming up on september 1st at the state theater in downtown greenville you can go to pr927fm.com get your tickets for just ten dollars before the event sells out bailey uh you're gonna be partying with us that night right Oh, yeah. I always got that. The only hiccup in that deal is some teams in high school football will play on that Thursday. Oh, yeah. It's Labor Day weekend. There, there aren't a whole lot on the schedule right now, but that's the Thursday that if there's any threat of rain at all on Friday, that they'll certainly move them to Thursday. So if, if there's no threat of rain, there'll be a handful of teams playing. Uh, but if there's any kind of threat of rain at all, probably they'll move it to Thursday to make sure they get them in. So that's the only you know hang up each year. Well, touchdown Thursday action, perhaps on uh, WNCT <laughs> Channel Nine. Brian Bailey joining us. NFL training camps getting underway. Bailey, we uh, heck, there's no football on this Thursday, but next Thursday there will be with the Hall of Fame game with the Jaguars and Raiders. And again, that's uh, we're not going to know a lot of faces. I doubt Zay Jones uh, runs too many plays, if any, for Jacksonville. But it'll be football on tv so that's kind of exciting right it always is when that first one pops in there and you realize that hey we're gonna have football for a long long time and uh yeah it's you know it, I, I was i was sitting in tiebreakers talking to the pirate radio boys and uh bram anderson and i said you know one of the great things is, is if you have a saturday and we're gonna have a couple of saturdays off because, yeah uh pirates play a couple of fridays but going into a place and just watching all the tvs and watching all the games and keeping up with it i mean it's just it's just a magical time of the year, man. Football season is the best. I think, Bailey, I'll look it up right now. This might be the first time ever. I want to say we get three straight Saturdays off. Let me look at it real quick. You got October 28th against BYU. Then you got a week off. Then you got another Friday game. So right. three straight Saturdays off watching yeah. college football and uh, NFL. Yeah, that'd be fun. And it's just, you know, that's what I always say about football season. You know, you, you in my job, you build to get to Friday night for Touchdown Friday, and we've got four home games for East Carolina to start. So, yeah. you know, we start a couple of weeks before the first home game. So we'll have six or seven uh, Touchdown Fridays before the Pirates go on the road. I get a chance to go with them again this year, so that'll be fun. But, yeah, those three Saturdays are, you know, having them off. That'll be different for everybody involved in Pirate football. 
Uh, Bailey, with the NFL training camps approaching, let's uh, let's rank the quarterbacks in the NFC East. Your Cowboys have Dak. My Commanders have my Commodores have Carson Wentz. Uh, Daniel Jones with the Giants. Jalen Hurts with the Eagles. How do you rank them one to four? I, I've seen so many people have Hurts Hurts ahead of Dak, and I just don't see that. I mean, and I don't think Dak is a world beater. And I, I think probably he did get a little bit. They should have signed him before they did, and they had to overpay a little bit. But I think Dak's the best in that division. And I go, I guess I go Jalen second, and then I don't know who I go third. <laughs> I don't know. You're going to eat your words here. Daniel Jones, maybe? You think Daniel Jones is better than Wentz? Well, I don't have a lot of confidence in Carson Wentz because I think there's something going on. It's, it's because, you know, he gets bounced out of Philly, then he gets bounced out of Indy after a year. I mean, what's wrong with the guy? The guy it, obviously has an arm. It bothers me that uh, you want your quarterback to be liked by his teammates, and it seems like Carson Wentz is not liked by his teammates. Yeah. I was going to tell you this, too. We were on vacation last week in Cozumel, and there was not one commander's sighting anywhere. They they had different, you know, they do like these little leather boots with the NFL logos on yeah. and different, uh, you know, helmets that they do that I've got a couple of them, like out of skulls. And, but I looked, but finally the last day I found a, a Commodore, a commander's. <laughs> Well, did they have any Redskins stuff, or was it just none? Redskins stuff, yeah. Yeah. They had some Redskins stuff. Because you brought me back a uh, Luchador mask one year with the Redskins yeah, I looked, logo. I looked for another mask, but I couldn't. <laughs> a couple of masks. And then I put on the, uh, as Troy Dreyfus said, the dress, but I put on the uh, the deal that they had there. That was that was kind of cool. Well, what do you call it? The poncho. The poncho. Oh, okay. The poncho, not dress. You look good. Is, are you rocking that to uh, to watch your games this year? No, no, no. I didn't buy it. I just tried it on just to see what it would look like. <laughs> that was a good look. That would have been funny. You're right, though. Uh, from a merchandising standpoint, uh, yeah, I think the commanders are are falling behind in that department. So, And that's that, and we've talked about this so many times, but and it's none of my business because that's not my favorite team. But you would have thought that one of the things that they would have thought about in a new name is how to, how to market it and how to get you know fans excited about that logo and that that mascot and i'm not even sure if you have a mascot i, I mean i you should be able to answer a simple question and that question is what is a commander and i don't know the answer to that and, and it's just but it's, it's it's baffling that you don't you just don't you know the uniforms you know the burgundy and gold and the commanders across you know the chest but you had a chance to really if, if you're going to do what if you're going to break history like you like you're doing, you have a chance to do something different and something that people would, you know, you want people to buy your jersey, you want yeah. to buy you know, cups and you know anything. And I just don't know what the commanders what they're going to do. But win me some games and I'll be happy. I, I swear, that's all I want. Star, we were one of those Star Wars guys in the white uniforms as the commander. Put him on the helmet. <laughs> Wait, what is that called? Star Wars. Who are the guys? The uh... Who are the guys in the oh stormtroopers? I think you're talking about. Yeah, we're not the Washington stormtroopers. Storm commanders. I don't know what the hell we are, Bailey. I just hope we can we can do something. We can beat the Jaguars week one. We are. Yeah. I hope not. All right, BB joining us, Bailey. Uh, what else you got going on? What are you covering here locally? About to get into high school football uh, here pretty soon. But what you got between now and then? Well, it's kind of one of those things that you hope all the pirates keep making all those watch lists because that helps you 
as far as your uh, TV sportscast goes. I was at the uh, Holt Naylor's uh, football camp. Holt did a great job with that first ever football camp that he had on Saturday at D.H. Conley. Now, it was hot. It was really hot. But uh, it was very well organized. It started on time. The kids, I think, had a great time. And uh, I really enjoyed being out there with, with those guys. Xavier Smith was out there. Uh, Mason Garcia was out there. Keith Mitchell was out there. Some other players. Uh, it was it was a lot of fun, and I think the, the guys, I think the players enjoyed it. I think Holton enjoyed it, and I think the kids, you know, they, they all seemed like they enjoyed it. The heat was the only problem, but they kept water in them and they kept Gatorade in them, and it was uh, it was a good Saturday morning of football. Kind of got kind of gets you in the mood for you know for getting into camp. I talked to some of the players and said, you know, how do you survive camp? And they said, you just try to take it one day at a time. Just hit the grind. And like anything, Bailey, there's good and bad, and and there's a lot of people opposed to the NIL just 100% across the board. Don't like it, not going to deal with it, not going to think about One of the positives is you can have a guy run a football camp, and that was positive for a lot of people over the weekend, I would imagine. It really was. And, and, and yeah, that's one of the positives. And there are some positives. We were talking about that at lunch as well, and and I, I just think it needs to be regulated in some way. I just think that that, you know, some of the bigger schools are just going to, you know, it's, it, it's, you know, the rich get richer. And I, I think somehow you got to regulate it some, but everybody doesn't agree with that. So, uh, but I'm, I'm glad to see the guys getting a chance, you know, to take advantage of their name, image, and likeness. But it's, it's still, you know, a, a kid at East Carolina is not going to get what a kid at Texas gets. But I, I guess that's the way of the world. Yep, and uh, the, I don't. We, again, we lack leadership in that department. Uh, somebody making rules at the the college level, and until that happens, uh, I guess it's going to be the the wild wild west. Uh, it appears so. Brian Bailey joining us on the Pirate Radio Live Line. BB, we'll see you here in the Pirate Radio Studios coming up next Monday. Brian Bailey show fall debut with uh, Coach Mike Houston. Looking forward to it. Looking forward to it as well. Take care. Brian Bailey joining us on the Pirate Radio Live Line. Brian Bailey Show returning next Monday. Another sign that we are getting close to football season. He's back. Also uh, another sign we're getting close to football season. Brian Bailey in a Cowboys dress. Troy did. Yeah, I saw that. And the Cowboys purse. I talked to him at lunch about it today. And uh, see, I I asked him if he would wear it on the show Monday. He's like, well, I don't have it. I'm like, what do you mean you don't have it? Oh, I I didn't get it. He didn't buy it. He, he put said, on the entire thing. He put thing. it on. So the guy wanted $75 for it, which I thought was a little excessive. That's a little much. Uh, Bailey talked him down. He went down to 20 Bailey said, will you take 10 He said, no. Nah. He goes, well, then I... And he goes, then I, I don't want it then. And then he goes, well, let me just take a picture with it. And then it was like, well, that's going to be 10 bucks for a picture. And Bailey didn't want to pay him 10 bucks for the picture. So I was like, Bailey, I would have given you 20 bucks just so you'd have to wear that in public somewhere, like a tiebreaker. So it'd be hilarious. I was like, Can it, I see it? Was it Cowboys? I, what would you call that? There's he a called name. it a poncho. It's like a Mexican poncho, like one of those oh my deals. God. But it goes it's down. It's a purse. It's hanging it past the shorts. No, well, that's so separate. The purse is separate. It's um, hanging past the shorts, so it looks like a dress. And it's <laughs> braided like a dress at the end. <laughs> so it literally that. looks like a Cowboys dress. Yeah. And I was so hoping he had it, but he only took a picture in it. So all we have is the photograph. Um, After every Cowboys loss this year, Clip, are you going to post that picture? Yes. Now, now the purse, he would say, is a man's satchel. Yeah. But it's a purse. It's a satchel. (laughs) 
Well, he's standing in front of the store, which is all women's clothing. Correct. So, Felly jewelry and handcrafts. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I said, you're in a cowboy's dress. This is perfect. How 2022? Yeah, I mean, look. Yeah. Do what you, Live do your what truth. Makes you feel Live good. your truth, Brian. <laughs> How about them cowgirls? <laughs> Brian Bailey. So, what a look. Yeah, so if you want that, if you're a cowboy fan, that is still available at the greater... Um, uh, where did he go? Cozumel? Cozumel area. Sofelli. Well, uh, so at least he doesn't yes. look as stupid as other cowboy fans. <laughs> He's not dumb like some cowboy fans. Uh, that's awesome. Good stuff. Oh, yeah. So it was be- I'm beautiful. I'm not dumb moment. like some cowboy fans. <laughs> <laughs> no, not at all. All right. Uh, let's take a break. We'll come back. We will. Uh, do we, t- we ever put that online or did we retweet that or share it so people can see it? I did personally. I don't know if okay. we did. Pi Radio did. did. Okay. Okay. It's all right. There. CJ shaking his head. Check yes, it out on our uh, Facebook. I Twitter. just want people to be able to see it and really appreciate the beauty of the dress and purse and brian bailey those little toothpick legs coming out of it <laughs> bailey's big s-eating grin it's a great picture it's he's a, got the opposite of cankles yeah he's what's the opposite of that no ankles nankles yeah, nankles he's got them nankles <laughs> all right uh we'll take a break come back when we return we will talk some houston cougars football one of troy d's favorite coaches dana holgerson coming to greenville best hair in the league (laughs) he's still still rocking it uh we'll talk about the cougs when we return after this PRL is brought to you by Tommy's Express Car Wash. Come experience the difference in Tommy's. Now open at the corner of Greenville Boulevard and Red Banks Road. Doesn't your car deserve it? Visit Tommy's Express Car Wash today. Now back to the show. Welcome back. Do you have real estate questions about buying or selling residential or commercial properties? Are you curious about the real estate market or do you need a property manager for rental houses? ECU alum Scott Harris with Remax and SD Harris Properties can help answer every question you have and show you a stress-free real estate experience that will be memorable and enjoyable if you have a real estate question scott has answers give him a call today at 347-1857 now let's head back in to prl here's clip back with you pirate radio live here on a monday coming up hour three of today's show we got zach agnos new member of the colorado rockies organization and bryson whirl for the braves braves organization as uh, we were happy to hear that at the end of this last hour week. of PR. Say what? Sorry. Oh, okay. That was inadvertent. Troy, are you pulling a three-hour shift? I was literally about to say, you can do whatever the hell you want. You own this thing. But did, you literally said, see y'all in the 5 o'clock hour. Yeah. And well, y'all, you stuck around. Yeah, it didn't mean I was leaving the 4 o'clock hour. I just said, I'll definitely see you in the 5 o'clock hour. But I'm here. I might as well go the distance. He's wow. going the distance. Yeah. The whole three hours. Yeah. All right. Yeah, it's good. To, you know, it's good to get your hands dirty again. Clip every once in a while, and you know, put in the time. There you go. I like yeah. it. I like it. Being in, setting an example for the Correct. rest of us. It's, we're getting ready to be in our busy season, and I need to get back in shape. I saw this tweet by a college football account. Kids these days will never know how special this show was, and it's college football final mm-hmm. with Reese Davis, Lou Holtz, and Mark May. That was. I, I remember that. Are we nostalgic about that show, though? I mean, do we? Do uh, you miss it? There's a couple shows. I'd say that show. We've talked about this before. Clip the back before the internet, and the only NFL highlight show was Chris Berman and the guy from the TJ, Broncos, Tom yeah, Jackson. Tom Jackson. 
and it was the best highlight show out there nfl primetime yes that i am that was appointment about. tv if you were a male adult growing up in their college student in the 90s so there's probably a generation maybe chandler's age uh, that is nostalgic about this show they did this, they did the final uh, was a big one the helmet stickers remember yes. yeah the they've had deal. shane Carden. they had shane Carden on i remember um in 2014 question one didn't like, a lot of people do i remember a lot of people hating mark may he was probably more of the villain in that I show th- i think there was because yeah, everybody think, likes lou holtz yeah who doesn't like lou holtz everybody likes lou and then two where the hell is mark may chris fowler I, I, here's a fast fact about chris fowler first fast fact that's not chris <laughs> that's reese davis i'm sorry reese davis i'm thinking first chris fact fowler. chris fowler is not reese davis <laughs> yeah, I know, I get that's the two. first fact i get those guys mixed up i do, they are very honestly, similar honestly i do too i, I chris have. fowler sat in front of me at a concert now fowler at, or davis fowler okay who chris fowler david <laughs> no <laughs> in front of me at a concert at walnut creek in raleigh Hmm. a number of years ago that is a cool story. no i mean i remember talking to him shaking his hand saying hello he's got but a good it, voice but it was a while ago because for whatever reason it was before these cell phones had cameras on them all right so i think it was like early 2000s and just to be 100 percent sure you are talking about chris fowler yeah okay yeah but i do get him mixed up sometimes with reese davis but fowler is the guy that i talked to and i did talk about east carolina he was very familiar with ecu to his credit and he'll talk about ecu on espn once football season starts chris fowler will be 60 years old it's kind of tough to think about and he looks i mean he doesn't look no old no he doesn't i would watch college football final on monday mornings before school on espnu oh on the replay Mm -hmm. yeah get all the highlights who won but serious question i that i asked where the hell is mark may i think i like mark may more than others just because he was uh you know part of the hogs and won super bowl i don't know whatever happened to mark may what's he doing once now? he left espn good good question uh, he's never it's been like, hurt I mean, you know most of these guys recycle there's so many different venues now and places yeah. to talk you don't see him on like cbs or yeah. any, you know one of these cbs college sports network or i mean there's a million foxes out there he literally fell off the f- face of the planet is he alive uh he last tweeted on may the 15th okay may the 15th to be with you uh but i don't see him as far as as a personality media, somewhere. like yeah. if you click his title or is what does it say in his profile only official twitter account for two times super bowl champion and college football hall of fame and doug d mark may instagram mark may day may but it doesn't say like what he's doing like if he was working somewhere it would say analyst for he might just be out of it completely. big 10 network which you really don't ever see right these guys kind of him and lou holtz used to get into it i agree yeah i i and i don't think it was an act i think he liked getting under Lou's skin yeah mixing it up like right. you said being the heel on yeah. the show which is what you liked about him i think all right let's uh just wanted to bring that up yeah so we are a tad nostalgic for college football final it appears yeah uh let's talk some college football now with sam raz from the scott and holman podcast we've been talking to these guys for years about houston cougar athletics they have a podcast cover it all when it comes to houston sports we'll talk football now with sam sam we appreciate your time on the program how you doing today 
Jim Greycliff, always good to talk to Cougars with you. Appreciate you joining us today. A lot of optimism for the Cougars coming up in 2022. We have the Phil Steele Magazine in our studio now, and he has Houston tied at the top with Cincinnati and UCF, the three teams heading to the Big 12. I've seen Houston pick first in some publications, some uh, preseason prediction polls. So uh, a lot of optimism, Sam. Looks like uh, the Cougs are looking forward to a big year this year. Yeah, I would say the most optimism Houston Cougar football has had around it since the 2016 season, Tom Herman's second season and uh, going into that season, the Oklahoma game and everything about that. So uh, Cougar fans, I think, are happy to be here versus the you know five, six years in the interim, even though last year was a real positive year. And I think at least some of that optimism is because it's a reasonably favorable AAC schedule. There's still certainly some banana peels in the schedule, I think. Honestly, we'll probably get to it later. None scaring me more than the uh, trip in November to Greenville. But I think anytime you miss UCF and Cincy for your regular season schedule in this conference is presently constructed, you're at least putting yourself on the inside track to uh, be playing in December for the conference title. I think I think that's broadly where this fan base expects the team to be again for the second year in a row. Houston and East Carolina played a classic last year. I remember it most for it being the same night that uh, the Braves uh, knocked off the Dodgers to win the NLCS, but also remember that being a long day, a long evening. Houston ends up winning at 31-24 to in overtime in front of about 50 fans that stuck it out for that long, long delay. Uh, but that was a memorable one there, uh, Sam. It really was. That was. A little funny and promised quick side story with that. I actually scheduled something that evening with my significant other out here in my current town of Vegas to see one of our shows here. And I actually watched the finish of that overtime uh, in, in the lobby of the Flamingo Hotel here, just <laughs> losing years off my life, absolutely certain that ECU was going to take an overtime that U of H had truly just given that one away. I think if you have a, a good season where you win 12 games, like Cougar football did last year, you're going to steal at least one of those 12 wins. And I think the Cougars did not steal any game more than they did that one against the Pirates, getting pretty badly outplayed at critical points that game and still managing to sneak out with a win after that, whatever it was, eight, nine-hour weather delay. So certainly an exciting one, probably not the ending that Pirates fans wanted, certainly not the the viewing experience that I enjoyed, but – yeah, that was quite the game. Uh, quite, quite memorable for probably not the best reasons for uh, both of our fan base. Yeah, Pirates uh, won some close ones last year. That was one that they were on the wrong side of in overtime. And this year's Houston matchup, you mentioned it uh, coming up on November 19th in Greenville. And it's going to be at the end of a pretty brutal stretch for East Carolina. I guess you can start it at Tulane October 8th, but they go – at Tulane versus Memphis versus UCF, at BYU, at Cincinnati, and then Houston coming here. And uh, I know you guys uh, from the podcast have come to Greenville in the past. Any plans to get to Greenville again uh, for your last time this year? Oh, you know, that was one. We, we talked about it, actually, when we left Greenville last time, Dustin and I, about, yeah, it was pretty fun. We should come back here when ECU is decent again. And I would say, at the very least, uh, the 2022 version of ECU football will clear that bar. Yeah, I also I also didn't anticipate I would be living about 2,000 miles. <laughs> from I am, so I don't know if I am. I can't speak for my co-host. I'm always doing at least a couple uh, road trips this year. I don't know if I will be. 
out in beautiful Greenville for a return trip in 2022. Yeah, you got some more manageable trips, I would say, on the schedule other than Greenville, North Carolina. Talking to Sam Raz today, and uh, Sam, let's talk about the quarterback, Clayton Toon, 30 touchdowns, 10 picks last season, over 3,500 yards, also did some damage uh, on the ground, and a lot of people excited about him returning this year. What what makes him uh, such a good quarterback? I think what we knew going into last year, we knew he had the physical tools, had a very good arm, had an ability, not just the you know the raw mobility, but the ability to know where he was in the field and to make stuff happen with his feet. And he had a real terrible start to the 2021 season, about the worst start you could have through four picks against Texas Tech. And it's just like, okay, well, is it ever going to come together for this guy? And I think getting dinged up actually was sort of a blessing in disguise for him. He uh, suffered a hamstring injury at the end of the Rice game. I think sat out largely the week after that. But that kind of forced him to be a pocket quarterback. It kind of forced him to work within that space and to not just pull the ball and run whenever you know the situation maybe looked a little bit hairy. It really forced him to be more of a passer. And I think you saw against, I would say, a pretty friendly stretch of the schedule after the first week of last season, get his confidence where it needed to be. Then by the end of the season, you really saw a guy who put it all together, you know, always knew he was a guy who was well-respected and liked by his teammates, always had a good arm, was always a tough guy, but you never saw him put together for four quarters. You'd see one good game and then one game where he was a liability. And I think you finally saw it all click for him in his fourth collegiate season last year, and you're now seeing a guy who has the arm talent, has the intangibles, and now has the confidence of a full season of mostly playing as a pretty high-level quarterback. I think – that's the exciting part. He's coming into the season the healthy, obviously. What Clayton Toon will look like in you know mid to late November when our two teams meet, I think, you know, very TBD. We'll have most of a season on him at that point. But yeah, I think why Cougar fans are most excited is that he's a guy who's shown an unbelievable amount of arm talent, an unbelievable amount of toughness, and now over more than a game or two over the course of most of a season, shown that he can be a high-level quarterback, a quarterback at the standard of this program, which for the last you know 20 years, you can go back 30 or 40 even to Andre Ware and David Klingler, has a pretty high standard for quarterbacking. Sam Raz joining us. Sam, I remember you reminded me of something there. I remember having Houston in that opener, and I want to say they got off to a lead and then end up losing that game 38-21 to to Texas Tech. And I just got to remind myself not to completely write off teams after one game because – after that game, I was like, all right, well, Houston's a pretender. They're, they're, and then they go on that long winning streak, finally losing again in the championship to Cincinnati, but winning a bowl game against Auburn really proves that, you know, you want to get out of September if you can unscathed, but just if, because you lose one early, it doesn't make a season an incredible year last year for you guys. Yeah, it was definitely a learning experience for us. And I think something that was very telling, we had, uh, we had on the team's director of player personnel and ops guy ryan dorchester i think it was early november of last season and something he said about clayton was very telling he just said that you couldn't have told from his body language demeanor when he came into the film room the day after that tech game you know whether he had been the star of the show or whether he'd had just about the worst game and i think that i think that's why that's why i'm so bullish on you know what the guy can do and Distancing a full season, and it's kind of educational. You know, one week does not a team make, and I think you go the opposite direction. One I think about a lot doesn't relate to either of our teams, but you'll probably remember this one: uh, the 2020 season opener between LSU and Mississippi State last year. Mm. Or 20, in 2020, excuse me, 
And when you saw that, it's like, wow, Mike Leach's offense works great. Uh, Mississippi State, they're going to be, you know, they're going to be this awesome team. They just whooped the defending national champions. And then you kind of got to see some play out. And you're like, okay, well, LSU's not very good, and Mississippi State's not very good either. So we all go kind of crazy those one-week sample sizes because, I mean, God, we've all gone about eight or nine months at that point without any kind of college football. And I think we're just so starved for some kind of, narrative one way or the other but i would say it was definitely an educational experience for us that really even this season i know this fan base you know if we lose one to utsa is going to overreact to an in-state opponent it's an in-state opponent who's not an established team but yeah i think educational for all of us that week one really doesn't tell the full story you really got to see what a team does over 14 to 15 weeks Sam Raz joining us from the Scott and Holman podcast. That's at S-H-P-A-W-D-Cast. Uh, if you want to check that out, talking Houston athletics. And let's talk about some of the guys around Tune. Who are the weapons offensively you're excited about for 2022? The most obvious answer to that is, is Tank Dell. was first-team all-conference last year. It was on at least some people's all-American team. Really, really good receiver. Not a guy who came in to U of H with a ton of fanfare, got him out of junior college, actually, I believe originally from uh, Daytona Beach, so not not a local kid either, but showed some flashes in the COVID season, and then last year, especially once he was moved to slot, uh, just proved to be a matchup nightmare for anyone who went against the Cougars. It was definitely somebody Toon could rely on. Toon needed someone from that receiver group to stand out, and that's been really the group that Holgerson, prior to this offseason, had the most criticism of. It was, always seemed like the receivers were never where he wanted to be. And it was a decidedly different tone this offseason. Seemed a lot more excited about who was coming in. U of H really hit the portal hard, uh, in addition to uh, someone I'm excited about returning, Keyshawn Carter, who went out at the end of October last year, I thought really was starting to come in to his own for the Cougars before his season ended kind of abruptly there. But a trio of Division One transfers, I think I'm most excited about. Cody Jackson, a Houston area kid from Oklahoma, played kind of sparingly there, redshirted. Last year, Joseph Manjek, another Houston area kid, uh, played at USC last year, actually got on the field a bit for the Trojans, despite only getting there for fall camp. Someone I'm pretty excited about is Sammy Brown, who uh, was at West Virginia, I believe, was at least in part previously recruited by the Holgerson staff, though I could be mixing my timelines in that. Uh, All three of those guys, and I think maybe the newcomer we're most excited about is Matthew Golden, a consensus four-star, long-time TCU commit who uh, committed to the Cougs after uh, TCU fired Gary Patterson and that staff. And I think the first big sign of the recruiting bump U of H is starting to get from a uh, big 12 membership being on the horizon, probably not a guy who would seriously considered U of H out of high school before the move and someone who enrolled for spring and just every single person who got to watch the Cougars in person said, this guy, this guy is going to be one of, you know, one of the, long line of good receivers that come out of this program. Boy, to mention real quick, somebody who's not going to be with the Cougars in all likelihood for the coming season, Alton McCaskill, who had a really strong uh, freshman season. I want to say either in rushing touchdowns or total touchdowns, led all freshmen in the country last year, was the first big recruiting coup, was another local kid, high three-star, had a lot of big offers, but elected to stay with the hometown team and had a great year last year, but uh, tore his ACL during spring practice uh sounds like the rehab's going well but i really would be surprised if we see him at all this season you'll probably see a fair amount of brandon campbell another usc guy who uh went 
went there out of high school, local kid, uh, should get a decent amount of those reps with, along with uh, Tejon Henry with McCaskill out for the season. I think it's U of H's most deep receiver group since Herman's last year. I think it's the most dynamic group, though. A lot of those guys I mentioned are pretty unproven, so I think that'll be an exciting thing to watch if you're a Cougar fan is how many of the guys I just mentioned really make that jump and are ready to be you know, a Division One starting caliber receiver from the jump this year. Yeah, a lot of weapons around Toon, and when you think Holgerson, and we have these preconceived notions, of course, we, we go back and, and have the research on it, but you think offense, you think flying around, a lot of points, but how about allowing 20 points per game last year defensively? That is a, in 2022, 2021, I mean, that, that's a great number to have, and do you uh, do you expect the same on the defensive side of the ball this year for Houston? Yeah, I'll start by saying U of H did lose a couple really good cornerbacks and Marcus Jones. Marcus Jones got the headlines for being one of the most dynamic return guys the sport has seen in recent memory, but that shouldn't overshadow the fact that last year he was a top 10 cornerback in the country per pro football folks. I want to say uh, your guy's guy, Jaquan McMillan, was the only guy who consistently rated ahead of him for the season. One of the things I remember from the conference title game against Cincinnati was the great job Marcus Jones did on Alec Pierce there. I want to say second round draft pick receiver giving up five or six inches. So I don't want to assume losing him and also to Marion Williams, who's a three-year starter and fourth round pick of the Ravens. I don't want to assume that there'll be no drop off losing to, you know, top four round NFL draft picks, but the Cougars do have a lot of experience. They played a, a lot of guys in nickel guys like Art Green, um, Moses Alexander, a four-star junior college guy, who's coming in and a couple of returning starters at safety. But I think why Cougar fans are most excited is that Holgerson was able to retain Doug Belk, who was last year's defensive coordinator. Belk's been with Holgerson since he got to Houston. He actually, I want to say, worked uh, the last couple of years. Holgerson was at West Virginia as quarterback's coach, uh, worked under Nick Saban as a GA previously. And I think we all kind of, in our heads, were just like, okay, what G5 head coaching job or – you know, blue blood P5 defensive coordinator job is Doug Belt going to get after the season because of just how awesome the Cougar defense was last year. And much to our pleasant surprise, Houston made him a million dollar coordinator, which is a sense that's weird coming out of my mouth. This has always been a pretty well-resourced group of five program, but I never thought we'd be a million dollar coordinator kind of program, <laughs> you know, until some kind of future hypothetical P5 move. So keeping Doug Belk on staff, not just as a recruiter, he's one of Houston's top recruiters, but as a guy who very clearly was able to, you know, organize and coordinate one of the better defenses in the sport last year, I think it's really exciting. You also lose Logan Hall up front was, I believe, the first pick of the second round to the Bucks uh, in this past draft. But UH plays a lot of guys on the defensive front, guys like DeAnthony Jones, Dot Wonkwo, uh, and returning the uh, captain of the defense, the middle linebacker Donovan Butin, who's just been absolutely critical to this defense's success. So I'm bullish, but also not writing off the fact that there are a few key guys that are going to need to be replaced for this team to stay at that high level. Seems like athletically, win-loss-wise, uh, Sam, you guys are, are prepared for the Big 12 when it comes to at least the, you know, the three sports that we follow, baseball, basketball, football. Uh, Houston seems to be like they're in a really good spot to make that jump, obviously, especially what they do in hoops. But football-wise as well, and uh, we'll get a 
uh kind of an early look at that when you guys face the, the red raiders again but you got to be feeling optimistic not only about this final year in the aac but the the move to the big 12 i would imagine yeah i think there's more work to be done that's kind of something that athletics administration has kind of beaten into us is that this isn't the destination now you've got to fundraise you know you've gone from being a big group of five program or certainly a well-resourced group of five program to i don't know probably somewhere middle of the road resource right among the power five among the league we're going to i feel pretty good about the spot uh uh football is in i think you're certainly not gonna go into that league and be you know the conference title favorite unless something pretty dramatic happens i think I kind of wish they could find one more year for uh, in the couch cushions for uh, Clayton Toon. Uh, I think I would love to see him against the Big 12 regular season schedule. You're probably going to be entering that league with some kind of quarterback transition on the Cougars' end. But you know, men's basketball, I think, instantly ready to at least be among the better teams that league in baseball. I'm not as sure about, but this past season was a good step in the right direction after just completely bottoming out uh, in 2021. So. Cautiously optimistic. I, I think this is pointed in the right direction. I think this year will be telling, I think, one way or the other in terms of what we can expect for uh, the year immediately following in the first year against Big 12 opponents. Sam Raz joining us. Sam, uh, great to catch up with you, man. We'll uh, we'll talk to you in November, uh, the week of the game, and talk more Pirates and Cougars. Uh, anything on your end we need to know about? When's the next uh, podcast coming out? Uh, we are coming out this week our last episode of uh season seven of the show heading into wow. into season eight along with along with a lot of uh cougar stuff to talk about we're gonna actually kind of assess what we just talked about we're uh, this last episode here in the off season we're gonna assess uh the readiness of all of the houston cougar athletic programs for the big 12 and then next month we're gonna be getting into season previews not just previewing all the cougar sports but we will have at least one episode where we take an in-depth look, uh, not just at all the Cougar football opponents, but at what the AAC uh, football picture looks like generally coming into the season. So a lot coming up. Uh, always enjoy talking with you. Uh, really great to uh, connect with you, man. Uh, one last season together in this conference. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, hopefully another good one between the Pirates and the Cougars later this calendar year. Sam, appreciate your time. We'll, uh, we'll catch up with you again down the road, man. Absolutely. Thanks for having me on, Clip. All right. Thank you, Sam. At the end of the interview, we're doing Peach Bowl play-by-play as I'm wrapping up the conversation with Sam Raz. Troy D. and Chandler are fired up for football. ECU NC State September 3rd. High noon. My God. I will give you the countdown to kickoff on uh, Thursday. The, uh, the ECU Barstool account put out the um, one of the last plays of the Peach Bowl. And it, you know that gets me fired up every time. No way. Does it? It's uh so we were you were playing it and doing play by play. It's pretty good, Chandler, but you gotta be situationally aware that we're on a live radio show. <laughs> you, you were fun. joining me. I, yeah. <laughs> you, throws, you were joining me on the fun. Yeah. Uh, Pass is caught. Fisher will score. Great awareness. I apologize. Yeah. Last year, ECU Houston, like many of the ECU games, went down to the wire. This one went to overtime. Houston scored. Pirates fumbled on the first play of overtime yes when they got the ball chance. yes uh late night too. and this was after midnight yes i had to drink like three or four cups of coffee um there was hardly anybody at that game it seemed like a covid game yeah everybody went home and i remember sitting at tiebreakers waiting to hear all right what time's the game going to start 
Oh, it's bumped up another hour. Oh, yeah. Kickoff's going to be at 10.15. I mean, I was like, oh, my gosh, this is going to be I went home after pregame and went to sleep, I think. Yeah. Usually they only do that to the baseball team, but uh, they do it to football now, too. Yeah. So, and a tough loss. One of those games where the Pirates could have won. Um, and that was a very good Now, uh, if it Houston wasn't for team. the delay, what do you think would have happened in that game? I always wonder about stuff like no that. No one knows. The butterfly effect? Yeah, I, I do. I, I, I do remember a guy who I think will be really good this year for ECU, a guy we've seen be really good in the past for East Carolina, Josiah Hatfield, catching a big touchdown pass in that game um, very late into the night. But, you know, we'll get our uh, chance against the Cougars this year. Pirates went on to win four straight after that loss hmm. uh, before losing the finale to Cincinnati. So, uh again it it was so much fun last year to have east carolina returning to good competitive close football games it went through such a long stretch where it was over at halftime over at the start of the third last year you had to stay up you had to watch it all you know the one good thing i do feel about going into this year and uh if i'm here i'll ask him if not i want you to ask clip uh coach you know we went from you know everything was on pins and needles two seasons ago with covid to last year things got a little bit better but then you ended up still losing a bowl game because of it to now it's like i don't even think they test that i know of anymore it's it's not that big a deal and you don't project any games being canceled because of covid oh yeah uh so it's gone from being like almost ending the season to oh no it's no big deal like just what what the status of that is now well we're back to like like no big thinking only about offense defense correct like like i haven't going into the preseason you know last year and definitely the year before that's all people were talking about yeah for good reason covid protocols and this and i I did i feel like most of those are probably almost are are over is this school gonna play this conference is backing out so we're not gonna play that game like we lost and it was over last year for the fans that you didn't have to you know there was no social distancing god i hated that term uh no mask requirement so you know obviously there isn't any of that this year but it feels like we're back to normal yeah and uh yeah we'll bring that up coming up on friday when we talk to coach houston yeah. looking forward to that uh coming up next we will reach out to zach agnos east carolina everyday shortstop but in the rockies organization to be a professional baseball pitcher so we'll talk to zach agnos coming up in hour number three as well as bryson world atlanta braves we'll talk about um his getting signed after going undrafted so we'll talk to bryson and zach coming up hour three will also make you a winner big hour on tap pirate radio live back with you after this Listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Carolina Caliber has the area's largest selection for outdoor shooting sports and accessories and is one of the top firearm dealers anywhere. And at Carolina Caliber, they have everything you need for hunting, home defense, and personal protection, including a wide variety for ladies and youth. They buy, sell, and trade. 
Carolina Caliber, locally owned and operated since 1960, located on Fire Tower Road in Winterville. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Cliff. <laughs> All right, back with you, Pirate Radio Live here on a Monday. Stick around. You got Bryson Worrell joining us later in the show, and we're going to make you a winner here on this Monday and open up the booty bag. Cliff Rock, Troy D, Chandler Honeycutt inside the Pirate Radio studios, and joining us now on the Pirate Radio Live line stinks to say former pirate but Ugh. former pirate uh and pirate great zach agnos joining us today on prl zach good to talk with you how you doing buddy i'm doing good uh thanks for having me on i appreciate it i'm excited to talk to you guys again it's been a while <laughs> zach this is troy congratulations first of all on um on your deal with the rockies take us to the situation where they called you like how it went down from your perspective when you found out uh what the reaction was and uh and what your family uh reaction was yeah well first of all i appreciate it um you know honestly i i didn't really know when i was going um you know towards the sixth round of uh my advisor started calling me and said hey we got some interest from the rockies and the blue jays um the blue jays didn't have the money for it and uh my advisor did his job and did his job pretty well and got me a nice little deal and uh called me he said you ready to go in the 10th round and i said absolutely let's do it and uh you know obviously the motions uh were running pretty high in agnos household uh it's pretty emotional tears were definitely shed but um <clears throat> nonetheless is a special moment in every one of my family members lives that we're always going to remember how much was it a tough decision you know once you, you got drafted let's say hey well I can take this and go pro, or I could come back to East Carolina. You know, was it or was it always never a question? Hey, if I get drafted, I'm going. Um, you know, it depended on a lot. Uh, to be honest, until two weeks before the draft, I really was set on going back to ECU because I thought I had a lot of leverage. And then I didn't. I found out that they don't really care about your year in school, but they care about your actual age. And I was going to be almost 23 by the time next year. Um, so I, I definitely wanted to go, and you know, I when i when he called i didn't even think twice i was like yes like that's perfect and then i then after my name got called and everybody kind of left the house i sat down and then it kind of struck me that i'll never put on that uniform again and you know coach Flumbo called me that night and i was uh i was trying to hold together talking to him just because of how much that place means to me and my family Zach Agnos joining us. Zach, I heard about this, and I think a lot of folks did kind of late in the season that maybe uh, teams were looking at you as a pitcher, not a not a shortstop, not a hitter, but as a pitching prospect. At what point did you know that that's what teams were looking at and that uh, you know they're going to take the bat out of your hands and have you focus on pitching? When did you know that that might be your future in professional baseball? Uh, you know – in the fall, I had some scout meetings, and I heard some stuff about pitching. Um, but they all said that they liked me more at the plate, pretty much for the most part. Um, and then, obviously, going to Team USA, um, they just made me pretty much – I mean, they made me a pitcher once I made it. Um, and I kind of had the idea in the back of my head just from, I mean, what my advisor told me. I still had, I still had a couple of teams wanted me to do both, but – they're just not offering the right thing. Um, so I, I knew it was probably going to be more pitching. And even if it was a two way thing, it was going to mainly be uh, focused on pitching and just kind of hitting on the side and playing shortstop. So, 
Talking to Zach Agnos, former East Carolina baseball star, now with the Colorado Rockies organization. And uh, Zach, they didn't waste any time getting you uh, involved with the organization. I believe you traveled yesterday. And, and now you're in Arizona right now, the training facility. Take us through what's going to happen with you for the next you know few days, next month, what the uh, status is for you for really kind of the, the rest of the summer here. Yeah, so today I got in late last night and a little bit of a uh... Couple, a couple of delays, cancellations with my flight, so uh, that was fun. I got in late last night, uh, woke up, went to the facility about 7.30, uh, signed some paperwork, um, you know, signed some insurance stuff and uh, got my physical done, everything looked good. Um, so then tomorrow I think we're going to do some meetings, and then I think after that I think we're just going to go right in. Um, but for the next couple months, I'm not really sure – um, if I had to guess, I'd probably be staying in Arizona just because from what I heard last year, they only sent about two guys out to low A after, uh, after they played in rookie ball for a little bit. Zach Agnos joining us. Zach, uh, how excited are you? This is kind of a new challenge becoming a, a full-time pitcher. You've had to focus so much on fielding, on hitting and that side of it. Now you get to see, okay, what, what else can I throw? What else, uh, you can kind of toy around with it a little bit. So is that part of it exciting to kind of get a new, uh, a lease on life when it comes to baseball as a, a pitcher? Yeah, it's, it's very exciting. Um, you know, originally coming into East Carolina, I was a pitcher that played shortstop, but kind of switched, it kind of flipped around about right when I got there, when I started hitting, uh, so then they were like, yeah, we like you in the infield. So then I just started playing third, short, second, wherever. Um, but it's definitely exciting, you know, because not many people know, but I didn't really, I didn't throw any bullpens at school. So I never worked on anything, really. You know, it was just kind of something that Coach Gowan would just throw me on the mound in the ninth inning and or in a jam, and I'll just go in there and just, you know, basically compete. So that's the one thing that the Rockies said that they like about me. They like that I have, like, a, like compete, a really big compete, compete factor. Um but no, it's definitely exciting just with the development, developmental side of things at the professional level, just to see what they can do with some guys. And uh, I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be a lot of fun. Zach, how many guys are out there? I assume the rest of the draft picks and maybe some uh, undrafted free agents might be out there with you. But how many are out there at the uh, Arizona facility currently? Um, there are about, I, I believe, 20, about 20 guys. Pretty much everybody that got drafted. Um, that's far as i know i think the first couple rounders they got to go to colorado first and they're still there right now zach agnos joining us zach pretty cool to see uh bryson Worrell get that uh did not get his name called in the draft but does get a shot with the atlanta braves and then we learned over the weekend uh cj mayhew getting a call from the angels and he will begin his pro career as well so you got some teammates who will be joining you there in pro baseball yeah it's actually kind of nice uh CJ got down here on Saturday, and I've been bugging him to come see me. But he's uh he's at the field until eight, seven o'clock tonight, so he's pretty busy. Um, but those are just two guys, you know, that just show you what hard work does. Um, you know, and Bryson, you know, everybody, even I thought he should have gotten his name called in the draft. But I texted him and I told him, I said, all you need is a chance, and you're going to go do your thing. Same thing with CJ, man. He's he's uh, he's kind of guy that thrives in these environments. So uh, it's it's special hearing those guys, knowing all the hard work they've put in, everything they've been through at school. You know, it's just it's awesome that uh, that um, I can share that dream with my teammates. And, and of course, Carson Wisenhunt 
uh, you know, joining you guys too. Yeah, of course. Super happy for Carson. I wish, uh, I don't know where he's at. I'm going to text him, see if he's out in Arizona. Um, but yeah, super happy for him. He's, he's pretty lucky. He gets to go to, he gets to go to Richmond once he makes it, once he starts moving up the system and makes it to double A. So there'll be a lot of Agnos slash Miller playing out there supporting him in Richmond. Zach Agnos joining us, and uh, Zach, you've got that friendly yet competitive rivalry with your brother Jake, and now uh, how about two pitchers uh, there in the household pitching professionally? That's got to be pretty cool for the Agnos family. Yeah, it's it's really special. Um, when I got drafted, I popped champagne, and I told Jake. Jake was out there trying to help me because it was pretty old, so the cap was going off too easy. <laughs> but... Uh, but I told him, I said, here's the fresh start because he's getting ready to start throwing soon. And uh, so am I. And uh, we're starting our careers at similar times now, I guess, just because he's coming off his injury. So I said, now here's a race to the top. So let's, uh, I said, may the best man win and pop champagne, and, you know, celebrated and hung out with my family. So, um, like I said, it's really special, man. He's, uh, you know, Jake's been through so much and I'm ready to watch him take off and just, you know, blow everybody away with his stuff. Zach, uh, East Carolina, the, you, hopefully you left it a, a better place than you found it, and, and it's such a program, such a culture there that uh, there will be a next man up. We have learned that over the years, but uh, a pretty big void, a lot of big shoes to fill with you guys leaving, but I know uh, you left it in a good place, and, and I'm sure you think it's going to be uh, keep going in the right direction in the future, right? Yeah, there's no doubt in my mind that Coach Collins is going to have that uh, program still going in the right direction um and it's you know it's it's a program that and i talked to a lot of people about their programs at school and nothing compares to what we do there um it's truly different um you know my roommate is davis palermo from uh north unc chapel hill and we're just talking about it and you know they got they do stuff differently than us i'm not saying it's bad but it's just a whole different thing um you know they're an acc school we're an american athletic so um it's pretty cool, and, you know, I like to think I left that place better than I found it. And, you know, I told my teammates, they, they all reached out to me, and uh, it's really, it, it meant a lot to me personally just because, you know, I put so much time and effort into them, and they poured into me, and we poured into each other, the coaching staff, everybody, man. It's, uh, you can go through every single guy on that team, and I can tell you, you know, how much they've helped me, and it's just truly a special place. Well, Zach, uh, we wish you nothing but the best, man. You know how much you mean to us and uh, and your family and, and what you mean to East Carolina University, especially the baseball program and uh, the legacy that you've left here. We wish you uh, all the success. We'll follow you closely, as you know. Uh, this isn't going to be the last time we talk, but we'll keep an eye on things And uh, as, it, as, it, as you work your way up the system, as we like to say. So with the Colorado Rockies organization, you know, there will be a lot of – New Rocky fans uh, here at Pirate Nation following uh, Zach Agnos. So keep up the good work and uh, enjoy your time out there. Well, thank you. I'm glad I could keep it easy on everybody's wardrobe and keep the purple at least. Oh. <laughs> there you go. That's a good point. Good stuff. And Zach, yeah, like Troy said, we uh, we really enjoyed having you on the Players Lounge. And uh, maybe it's coincidence. We knew Bryson would be leaving because it was his last year. But yourself, CJ, and Ryder no longer on ECU. I just... I'm feeling a little self conscious. It had nothing to do with me, right? Like all the my guys stupid we, questions. All the guys we picked went pro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, no, no, you're good. All right. Not you guys. <laughs> <laughs> kind of funny how that happened. Maybe we should be pro scouts, Clip. <laughs> we should. We can uh direct we, 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 talent. Yeah, that's right. We can see it. Zach uh, you, just, uh, you just make their jobs easier. <laughs> <laughs> Zach, thank you, man. Enjoyed it.
Thank you, guys. I appreciate the time. All right. Take care, buddy. Zach Agnos joining us today on PRL. He's right. Uh, we'll still have that purple with the Colorado Rockies organization. And, uh, man, uh, he'll try to make it as a pitcher now, Troy D. And I, I thought he said it there. Didn't throw any bullpens at ECU. Just kind of came in, played like he was in Little League. Just came in yeah. and, and showed off the arm. And, and look it, how good he did yeah. with really not a lot to, to prepare for. So if that's all he's focused on, I agree with you. He doesn't have to worry about all the other stuff. I mean, I, I think it's going to almost be like a fresh start in many ways. And he makes a good point, too, with Jake. The injuries that he's had is now just starting to kind of begin his cycle. And yeah. they're they're going to start at the same time, basically. Yeah. It's pretty Wouldn't neat. it be cool if they could end up on the same team together? Yeah, that'd be awesome. Uh, the Rockies literally drafted a guy to pitch who never threw bullpen in college. Which, yeah. is, which is crazy to think about. And said he they they loved his gamer attitude and his uh, the way he goes about it. Well, so. I mean, they they got that right. Yeah. I well, mean, we, he has I, a great attitude, and I mean, and he is a talented guy. Oh, well, I'll go back to the Elon game in the rain when he uh, had to go in there and get out of a jam, and it was a Zach Agnos that we don't see a lot because we see the the Zach Agnos that comes in here and smiles and cuts up and has a good time. But I mean, he was like a madman on the mound, and that's how he is. He's a, he has a very competitive nature about him. All right, good stuff. Uh, Shirley, you want to go ahead and open up the booty bag here on a Monday? Booty, 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 booty everywhere. Booty, 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 booty everywhere. All right, 317-1250. What are we giving away on this Monday? How about a pair of tickets to a Woody's game? All right, go see some local live baseball on us at Historic Granger Stadium, the Down East Wood Ducks. Troy was referencing my sweet lid. Downey's with all American Woody's hat, right? Good looking hat. You can get that in the uh, store there at Granger Stadium. Was that a? Did you get that at the store, or was that a uh, a gift? Uh, this one, this one fell out of the sky one day. It yeah. was weird. Looks nice. I caught it. It was my size, and now I'm wearing it. Yeah. So. Uh three one seven twelve fifty. What color are we looking for, Shirley? Uh, let's go with color seven. Color seven is a winner. We're back with you, Bryson World, going to join us coming up on this program. Back after this. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Orthopedics East and Sports Medicine Center has been caring for Pirate Nation and the student-athletes at ECU for more than 35 years and are the official team physicians for the Pirates. Orthopedics East and Sports Medicine Center uh, provides a variety of general and specialized operative and non-operative orthopedic services to meet the needs of the patients in Eastern North Carolina. For more information, call 757-2663 or visit orthoeast.com. And congratulations to Clee Smith of Greenville. Picked up a pair of tickets to a Down East Wood Ducks baseball game. Get your single game tickets and check out all the fun promotions planned this season right now at woodducksbaseball.com. Now let's head back into PRL. Here's Clip. All right. What's this video? Uh, is this game Frogger? Theme? I like this. This reminds me of uh, Frogger. That's a little bit of everything. Yeah. I like it. This is a throwback to my childhood right here at the arcade. He's like the arcade, Troy. What was your yeah. favorite arcade game? Favorite arcade? I love Double Dragon. Uh, oh, yeah. I loved it so much, I actually owned the arcade game Double Dragon when I was a little bit older. 
and still have a... Was the show Silver Spoons based off your life? And I own, I currently own a Donkey Kong full-size original arcade game, which may be one of my more unique and valuable Does it work? Things. I've got to get one of the cards fixed in it so it will work properly. We <laughs> once had a Galaga machine here at the studio. Yeah, Ellerby had Galaga. We, he sold that. Um, but so, yeah, I've had Double Drag was my favorite. I just didn't have room for it. I had that like right after college. Your house sounds like Pawn Stars. <laughs> like you got that, you got the memorabilia. Yeah. Like all this stuff. Oh, there's a lot of cool stuff. I'll be, uh, yeah. when people walk in, I'll be Chum Lee. I'll explain <laughs> what everything is. Now, this here came from. Uh, the Fulton County Stadium. Yeah. The Braves used to play there back in the you know eighties, nineties. Yeah, don't forget I got feel um, from the uh, Orange Bowl. Okay, I've got turf from there too. All right. Hey, speaking of the Braves, yeah, let's head out to the Pirate Radio Live Line. Joining us, former East Carolina center fielder, now a member of the Braves organization, Bryson Whirl joins us here on PRL on this Monday. Bryson, good to chat with you, man. How you doing? Doing good. What's going on? What's going on? You're a uh, you're a professional a baseball yeah. player, Bryson. <laughs> congratulations, buddy. We're really proud of you. Uh, take us to the moment when you heard from the Braves. Uh, I know you were disappointed not to get drafted, but uh, take us to the point when you heard the good news that they wanted you as a free agent. Uh, thanks, Troy. But um, no, I mean, it was extremely exciting, and um, yeah, I got the call um, the day after the draft, and didn't really know what was going to happen going on um, from there, but. Got a contract signed that day. Um, called my parents. Coach G was fired up. So, I mean, it was a great moment. We, we just talked to Zach Agnos, and he said, you know, he, that he reached out to you, and all you need is an opportunity to have an opportunity. Uh, is that kind of the way you feel about it, that now that at least the door is open right now, and it doesn't matter once you once you get there, it's all on performance from here on out, that you, you have a chance to prove yourself and to make it on that next level? Exactly. I mean, that's all I wanted was that chance, and – um, I think some of the coaches said it today. Um, once you get here, everyone's on the same playing field. Everyone's got to perform to to move up. So, um, yeah, I'm just super excited to be here. Bryson, going into the draft, uh, what did you think your chances were? What were you being told as far as you know? Were you going to be drafted? Drafted late? A free agent? What were your expectations uh, during the MLB draft? Um, I got a few calls before the draft, so I mean, I, going into it, I thought I was maybe a third third day draft pick. Um, I mean, yeah, it didn't happen, but um, I'm really liking the situation I'm in right now. Um, the Braves have been awesome so far, so I can't really complain. Just curious, uh, once again, talking to uh, Bryson Worrell, who is uh, now with the Atlanta Braves organization, what team did you like growing up? I'm sure you had a favorite Major League Baseball team. Uh, what was it uh, when you were a kid? Uh, maybe kind of weird, but I think the Texas Rangers were my favorite team back when they had like Josh Hamilton and Nelson Cruz, and they were making those World Series runs for like a couple years there. And, yeah. now, and now with the uh, Atlanta Braves, you know, I think you've just gotten there. I believe you're in Florida right now at their training facility. Has it set in like, wow, I'm, I'm a major league baseball player? Like, I mean, just the kind of the <laughs> bigness of it all? Uh, I think it kind of set in the day when we jogged out to the field and someone was like, man, we're getting, <laughs> we're getting paid to jog out here today, so. I think that's when it kind of set in that, man, like I'm a professional baseball player now. So with the way the numbers worked and the COVID stuff, Bryson, you went from no scholarship to being paid, right? 
Like no, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of funny how all that worked out. Uh, but what a run you went on late in the season, really all year, but late in the year and uh, throughout the postseason for ECU baseball. So, what is? Uh, do you know what your day to day is going to look like here coming up, Bryson? Um, right now, we don't really get our schedule until later in the day. But I think tomorrow we have like a eight a.m. little practice. Um, we'll practice for probably a couple hours, and then we'll have a lift after that. And pretty much the rest of the day is wide open for meetings or something like that. And is it pretty much kind of day to day at this point where you really can't plan too far much out, too far out at this point because you never know what what they're going to have you be doing. Yeah, exactly. I think it's it's day to day right now. Um, I think they're trying to get it, us adjusted to the schedule as long as as well as them getting adjusted. And it's such a quick turnaround. We talked about you. You get the call, and boom, you're uh, you're heading down to Florida. I'm sure you were probably prepared for that, though, right? Like the the quick turnaround from the call to, like you said, you're out on the baseball field today. Yeah, no, I think I ended up signing my contract on Friday and completely moved out of my apartment on Saturday, and then drove uh, the ten eleven hours down to Florida. So it it was a quick transition, but. Hey, I'm glad to be here. Now, what do they do? Just curious about like housing. Do they have player housing already set up for you guys, a, a facility you guys stay in, or do they cover for hotel rooms? How does that work? Uh, Braves have this really sweet facility down here in, in Venice. Um, it's on their spring training complex. They have like a little academy where it's kind of like set up like dorm rooms, but it's this two-story building where they have their a cafeteria, um, auditorium. So it's been a really sweet setup and with the baseball field being right beside it. A lot of Braves fans around here, including myself. Has Lane Hoover and uh, other people hit you up for tickets yet, Bryson? <laughs> <laughs> no, Lane, was su- Lane was super excited though when he found out. Yeah, I think he was really pumped up. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, it is uh, the team of the South, and uh, I would say the Carolinas as well. So uh, you're going to have a, a lot of fans already and even more fans now that you join that organization. We talked to Zach about, is he going to stay out in Arizona? Will he go to Low A? Things like that. So are you planning on being in Florida throughout, I guess, the duration of this baseball season? Is that the, the plan for you? Uh, yeah, I think so. Um, the Braves told all the guys from his draft class to hey expect to be here until like the middle of september and i don't know from there we don't really have much information yet but i think from there we may get sent out to a team if they need us later in the year but uh yeah i'm not really sure what's uh what goes on from there and how many guys are with you down there bryson uh there's 25 of us there's also the a florida league team that also stays in our little dormitory here Good deal. So, uh, so what was the work like today? I mean, is it like a normal practice? Are you getting swings? Are you shagging balls? Like, what, what are you doing out there? Yeah, it's actually really similar to an ECU practice. Um, we got out there. We had a little individual defense session. Uh, we had a BP with base running. Um, yeah, so I mean, it was really fun to get out in the field today. Got us, got us adjusted pretty quickly. Good stuff. Any? Uh, did you recognize the names or of any of your instructors or anything that, that played in the past? Uh, I wasn't too familiar, no. I don't think I really realized anyone. How about, how about guys around you? Did you play against any of them? Did you uh, you got any friendships or know any of the guys that you're around? Uh, I think the, the guy I knew was from Charlotte, um, McKay from Charlotte. He got he was our fourth-round draft pick this year. Um, he's a really good player. I know he, he would always terrorize us every time we played them. So, um, yeah, I got to talk to him. Uh, so it's a pretty cool moment. 
Good stuff. Bryson World joining us on the Pirate Radio Live Line, part of the Atlanta Braves organization. That is really cool to say. Yeah, it's, it's pretty awesome. I know, Clip, as you said, as a big Braves fan, you got to be excited to have a uh, Pirate on the roster there. No doubt. And uh game and a half at a first right now in the NL East, so fired up about that. And, uh, well, Bryson, uh, well, I talked to some ECU baseball with Zach. I'll ask you as well. You uh, leaving it a better place than you found it and just the, the culture, the program that Cliff Godwin has. I know that yeah, a lot of big shoes to fill with you, CJ, Carson, Zach, Al, but no doubt uh, Cliff Godwin's going to keep it rolling, right? Yeah, I mean, no doubt. I mean, the way the, they handle the program there, the way the culture has been built over the years, um, I know that someone's going to be there to step up and fill those role, roles just how, just how um, it's been every year. So I won't expect anything less from next year's team. Bryson, what will you miss the most about ECU and also about Greenville? Uh, I think it's got to be the relationships with I mean, all my friends, all my teammates, and also having 5,000 to 7,000 fans at almost every home game um, rooting you on. I think that's going to be the two things that I'm going to miss the most. Any restaurants or any places uh, you love to frequent you know, while you were here as a student? Um, I like Parker's Barbecue. <laughs> All right. There you go. That's a good plug for Parker's right there. Well, we can, you know, the good news is with Parker's, and if Billy happens to be listening, if he's not, I'll make sure he hears about this. They ship nationwide, Bryson. Yeah. So maybe we can get a care package your way. We'll see if we can't get a shipping address down there and have uh, Uncle Billy Parker send you a little uh, care package. Yeah, they don't, they don't have any Eastern North Carolina barbecue down here, so that'd be pretty sweet. What a culture shock. Bryson's always been within driving distance to Parker's your whole life, right, Bryson? Until now. So, yeah. <laughs> yep. so, that's a that's a big change. Well, he's still driving distance. It's just a 20-hour drive. <laughs> yeah, a little longer to, <laughs> yeah. to get a barbecue sandwich. Good stuff. Well, uh, Bryson, we appreciate you joining us today, man, and uh, congratulations yeah. again. We wish you uh, the best of luck down there. We're yeah. all pulling for you, obviously. We'll be following you, and uh, I know you'll do awesome, and we'll, I'm sure we'll talk again soon. But uh, if you need anything back here, let us know, and uh, keep up the good work, my man. Yep, thanks, guys. Really appreciate it. All right. Bryson Worrell joining us on the Pirate Radio Live Line. I miss that guy. What's going on, Troy? What? What do you mean? It's something I, I feel like this is uh this isn't real life. Why? You haven't taken any credit for Bryson World going to the Braves. I well I'm proud of Bryson. I mean he's the one that deserves the credit clip. Just because I can I wow. agree. I totally agree. <laughs> wow. just, just because I said he should be going pro and he you know. Wait, do you maybe you don't remember? Do you not remember when Mullis was here? The Brave Scout being here? Oh gosh. You Okay, right. we figured it out. Yes. You don't even remember it. Damn, that's a great point. Now you can't even talk about it I've because got the guy's you didn't card. remember it. Yeah. I that's right. I talked him up. <laughs> yes, I totally forgot I about that. I knew there was a reason why you hadn't brought it up. I had totally forgot you forgot about, about that. the whole thing. You're right. I remember saying You don't remember if, nothing. No. If I remember now <laughs> telling you at the next show what we did together uh, on that Monday or whatever, if Bryson goes pro to the Braves, he has me to thank for it because I pumped him up to the scout that was here the whole time in the regional. I, I don't know why you're explaining this to me. I know this. I know. You don't. <laughs> you're right. I, have re- I need to shoot that guy an email and say, great call. And you have his you. card. I know I do. And ask him, uh, are you, do you get any like kickback for that? No, I just, look, the only kickback is the joy in knowing that uh, Bryce has oh a my career God. in front of him. <laughs> that is hilarious. The whole I, time, I was wondering, why haven't you brought that I up? I totally forgot about that clip. You're right. I saw you tweet it. 
And I was like, why? You didn't know what I was talking about. No, I just felt like I remember talking like he deserved to go pro, but I forgot I had a long conversation with the Atlanta Braves scout. I brought his card in that day after that game. And you told him to keep an eye on Bryce and it was before he like it was before he was at bat. And then of course he, that was the game he had two home runs in the same inning on each opposite side of the plate. Correct. And I went to him the next inning, walked by and said, Told you so. Yeah. He's like, man, you're good at this. That is hilarious. I wow. you're right. I totally forgot about that. I mean, I, yeah, it makes sense. You would have let off the show with it if you Good remember. Point. Yeah, get Bryson back on the air. I probably need a royalty for this. <laughs> that is hilarious. He did not remember. I forgot. You were looking right. at me with a glazed. I look. talked to that guy for like an hour too. <laughs> I need to shoot him a. Me- I'm gonna find his card. Yeah, and shoot him a message. Let's get him on the show. It's a good idea. Yeah. I guess I could reach out. It'd be to cool him. to talk to a, a scout, pro baseball scout. Yeah, and the process that it is, because I mean, I feel like there's a lot of work. Yeah, yeah. that's just, a and lot. And he was of... a younger guy, you know, kind of just getting started right. with the organization, but really nice guy. He probably do that. I could reach out to him. All right. <laughs> that was funny. I know you said get. Cra- I was like, well, I mean, I always thought he should go pro, but then I forgot that I pumped him up to the agent. I, would, I mean, yeah. the scout. I was kind of a scout too. with the Braves. That it wasn't just any scout. It was the Atlanta Brave scout. And you said and, if he goes to the Braves. Braves, then you had a hand in getting it done. Well, hey, look, it's all it takes a village clip, well, and the Pirate Nation looks after each other. You're this welcome. By we Sometimes I have to remind you of your accomplishments. <laughs> you're to right. I totally forgot about it. <laughs> but now that you mention it, you're right. He did lay the groundwork for yep. this. We got it done. Yeah, got the deal done in the boat. Yes, another one in the boat. Golly, man, I have forgotten so many of the great things that I have done. Don't worry, I'm here to remind. Yeah, thank you. you. God yeah. bless you. Troy. You. you won principals award in third grade. <laughs> you know what? I forgot about that. All right, let's uh, let's get a break. Oh, man, that's funny. We'll come back. More to go. Pirate Radio Live here on a Monday after this. Listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. To get the business services that are right for your business today, contact the team of experienced local bankers at First Bank. The team includes bankers you can trust like Ashley Capps, Lee Watson, Bonner Latham, Chris Richards, Josh Hooten, and Heath Nesbitt. First Bank, together with their customers, they're creating a world where individuals and communities thrive. First Bank, Arlington Boulevard in Greenville. Now let's head back into PRL. Here's Cliff. Back with you on Pirate Radio Live. Great baseball discussion today with Zach Agnos, Bryson World. Congratulations to those guys. We'll try to get... Uh, Carson Wisenhunt and CJ Mayhew on Troy D. Yeah, at some efforting point. on those guys. Talk to those gentlemen uh, about uh, taking the next step in their baseball careers. Yeah, good Bri- stuff. Bryson. Great, great stars leaving the program, but uh, Cliff will reload. Price and World already voted best physique in the Braves organization. Here we go. Reminds me of a uh, a Jeff Francoeur, kind of a uh, I don't know if you know this guy, Troy D. 
So you're saying he's going to be on the Braves broadcast team at some point? Uh, he's just kind of a, I don't know, he's an, he's an athlete. Bryson always looked more like an athlete than a baseball player. Yeah. And I feel like he's Jeff Francoeur uh, yeah. was like that as well. So uh, looking forward to seeing uh, if he can climb up in that organization. Braves have a guy on their roster right now, Mike Harris. Uh, Michael Harris, who was not looked at as a top prospect, just kept rising, just kept hitting. And now he's the youngest player in Major League Baseball. And, you know, it can happen. You, you I'll, I'll, tell you, I'll tell you the guy who needs to already be in the bigs is uh, Burley. Man, what a run he's been having. Burley's, anyway. like, going to break offensive records in minor league baseball with the season he's yeah, had. Yeah, I'm surprised he hasn't already been, you know, called up. But it's all I am as well. Uh, now, part of it is ba- these baseball teams don't want to start these guys' clocks. True. Like, unless they have to right start paying them the big bucks that's true and also if he was on a worse team maybe he'd be caught up right it is interesting though uh he could be a a big trade deadline guy because if the cardinals make a push for the postseason they might trade a big time minor league prospect for a known veteran so we could see his name pop up because i know teams are gonna hey if we got to give away our 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 known commodity we want this young guy who's killing it. So right. Could yeah, come could, up soon. Could be. And then uh, Norby making his way up the Orioles yeah. organization. He's hitting the ball. <clears throat> there is one thing I learned over the weekend uh, that I never really realized, and a lot of people probably realize it, but how much age is a factor in this draft process in, in, in Major League Baseball. Well, you heard Agnes talk about that. that they didn't really care how many years that was left. That was what affected I, his decision. Yeah. He goes, this is how old you are. And if you're going to start your career, you better get going. And we talked about that with Bryson quite a bit, too. Uh, he has been, you know, in college, and, and teams would rather take an unproven, you know, 17-year-old out of high school yeah. than a proven 22, 21-year-old. A proven commodity. Correct, Steve and I, yeah. Uh, but that's how it works, because they look at those, like, by the time you're mid-20s, Troy, uh, you're old. <laughs> Yeah, and in these athletic terms. And it's crazy. In the National Football League, you look at a 23-year-old kid – and it's like, oh man, we got him for years. Like, and Major League Baseball, especially in the draft process, it seems like a twenty-three-year-old's very is, well. I, those years, it, if you're talking about a running back, once you get to twenty-seven, twenty-eight, they start looking for your replacement. Yeah, I correct. mean, it's like that across the board. Yeah, but that's the. So uh, how old is uh, Ezekiel Elliott? Because I think he's on the downside. Oh, he's a good, you know, uh, he's a, good example of that. His, his stats are getting less and less. He is um, 27 right now. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, I think his best years are behind him. Yeah. You know, if I was Dallas, I'd try and trade him as quickly as possible. And they already have the next guy they like on their roster. Yeah. And we're talking about a guy who was like the league leader a few years ago. Yeah. I mean, look at Todd Gurley, who was the number one fantasy guy, the guy you wanted, and then two years later can't even play in the Super Bowl. Like, can't even play in a game. They don't even want his services anymore. I, f- I feel like uh, our very own Chris Johnson was in the same boat as well. Yeah, I mean, tore it up and then fell off. Yeah. The, the running backs, especially in the NFL. No doubt. Oh, you know, rising stars and they fall just as quick. Now, Troy, I'm uh, not going to force anything on you here, but uh, would you like to do a live edition of Tab Roulette? Troy D. Tab Roulette? Tab Roulette. Yeah. 
have to exp- oh oh here yes are you some- what <laughs> i know well this is my third hour clip i'm not used to going the distance you have right gone here. the whole show today <laughs> with us we appreciate you i'm a around. sprinter not a marathoner i'm not bringing up things like that happened to me in my life i'm bringing up your life <laughs> can you remind me what that game is oh that game we played in hour one now the bryson thing did happen a few weeks a month yeah, ago i'll that, give you that yeah that this was, thing happened yeah. you know 15 a minutes yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah and you uh you you graduated from east carolina what east carolina <laughs> Where was the that? hell is that? <laughs> what? Oh boy! You went to the Peach Bowl. Peach Bowl? <laughs> it's kind of scary sometimes. I know. Jeez. All right. Yes, we can do this. You sure you want to do it now? Well, uh, not really. Game. It is a dangerous game. So explain to people for that don't know. Uh, you guys make fun of me because I have so many tabs open up on my laptop. Now is this no. all the tabs or are there more? No, this is all of them. So okay. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. I mean, so you can 10, do a rough estimate. 20, maybe 70, 30, 40, 50. 60 about 70 70 yeah i'd say around 70 tabs that which are i gotta right. say that's ridiculous but he said earlier it's not as bad as it's been and Correct. you're right there's yeah. been Probably way i had over 100 before yeah I've, I've cut it back uh but I'm, well, on a, I'm on a tab diet troy's gonna go left to right uh move his mouse and we're and, just gonna say stop yeah unless it's something like that is uh and the, nothing won't be bad but there might be some you know uh personal financial that's fine. information yeah. we're not going to read your per- social or right anything. right right yeah yeah, yeah stuff like that and right. we're going to see yeah. if or, or it company, is uh secrets that's fine yeah. if it's deletable or not yes that's the main thing and we're going to we're going right. to discuss so you, I, i'm just rolling it over Chandler, right. like when you say, say stop, stop. Right. ready ready <laughs> stop all right, all right so i'm gonna go, go up right, here. directly above there you go all right what's that that is an interesting one. This is uh, <laughs> from a company that I that I use in our uh, university oh, sportswear. Okay, um, and I was looking for a client for Richardson caps, which are very popular. It's like a yes. trucker hat, yeah, trucker mesh. hat. Yeah, they're Mesh-back. the most popular hat like in the hats. country. And I was uh, doing a quote for some folks, and I was trying to find them at the time. And uh, which some are now available. It's good news. If you need a Richardson hat, contact me and we'll get, get mm-hmm. it embroidered for you. Good looking hat. Uh, so that's, and I left this tab open so I wouldn't have to search where I was going to look for them again. So, so I'm going to, you keep, could use this page again. Pr- correct. Yeah. Especially after purpose. this. You might want to save that one. I okay. have a feeling I might get a phone call. Hey, I need a Richardson 111 hat, which is widely, you know, as I said, probably the nation's most popular hat. And uh, we can order those for you and get them customized. Chandler, uh, let Chandler not. Chandler, uh, I'm going to say this one is allowable to keep. How no, about you? absolutely. This is uh, dealing it's with a strictly business. A, 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 a you just business. give me a no when you meant yes. We're all starting to do it now. Oh no! It, did I really do he it? He did it. Oh no! Yeah, yeah, you said no, and then you meant yes. Yeah, we're starting to do that. I no, said, but once uh, you start I, it. You- I just said no again. I just did. (laughs) Did you say there was another thing that you were used to make fun of somebody? Uh, Brian Bailey saying and that kind of thing. Yeah. So So Troy's got his tabs up on his computer, and we're going to see if he needs to delete them or keep them and that kind of thing. (laughs) Bailey in sentence that way. way, I used to pick on him about it, and and now you start doing it. Now I do it. Now Cliff ends his sentences with that kind of thing, and then that kind of thing. But you know, this is uh, this is a university sportswear type of deal, which is you know for people that. Yeah, this is, besides Pirate Radio, you and Jonathan do, yeah, do university correct. sportswear. Uh, you might have, I think this is a, a very important tab. All right. I say keep it. We're keeping it. All right. Let's go again. That is keepable. Uh, give me a stop. All, All right, right. So it's going to go down right here. All right. This is this a tab. Is more work related. This stuff. is a, a, a BMI tab, which for folks that don't know, um, BMI is a licensing company 
uh, in the radio business that you pay a rights fee so we can play incidental use of music, even though we're a sports station. Occasionally, there'll be like a... On commercials, yeah, stuff, bumpers. In, bumpers, stuff like right. that, yeah. So uh, this was a link to a uh, sign-in page there that was for some paperwork I needed to do. And I like to leave it ready. So if I need to go back there and update anything. Now, sometimes, like, my phone and computer saves my passwords. Will it not just save automatically? It could, but I don't like to risk it. Okay. So I just like to leave the sign-in page here. It's already got everything pre-populated, uh, as they say, clip. I think myself and all Americans out there understand how many passwords we have for things, how annoying it is, yeah. if you don't remember. So I don't think oh got to do a new one. So I'm going to say this one is allowable. Uh, right. Chandler, do you agree? Absolutely. All, All right. right. We'll keep it on two for two. What's, uh, what is this called again? This uh, is Troy D. Tab Roulette. Yeah. Keep or close. We'll call it. Stop. Keep or close. Stop. Oops. All, All right. right. Do it again. Do it again. Stop. Oh, Whoa. it's huge wow. now. What happened? All right. That's a good one. Oh, okay. here we go again. All right. This is oh, an no. one. This happened during the break clip we Damn. hit on this one. This is the sign in to my. Um, I hate to even say this because I don't want like somebody trying to hack into this stuff. Another site where you need a name and password. Yeah. And you've got it with, saved, so your password's up there. Right. And I'll go ahead and say it's I mean it's a national known site. It doesn't either that, say it or don't. It that, matter. Well it's it, that people pay into and they're a buddy with. It's PayPal. <laughs> <laughs> what is it, Matt? It's it's, it's PayPal. let's call it currency friend. <laughs> called spend buddy it's uh pay you're not that guy pal yeah so uh, once again a, another password uh, yeah deal. well i was probably logged in at one point yeah and then i did we did play the game how much money do i have in my paypal account yeah do you want i should have done that oh you know what we could do it with cj and shirley guess the amount this is like uh price is right get get up to the mic guess the amount We'll go with. Uh oh. Now I'm not a robot. Oh boy. Uh oh. Oh no. Now I tried to. We have a in. situation here, Clip. Something went wrong with my sign in. Oh. Well, now you can get it out of here. Delete it. Try. Well, That's let me good. try again one time. All right. Log in. Log in. Let's see if it works. Oh, I'm in. I'm We're in. in. Got okay. It. All right. How many? Uh, so now, this is uh, now this is a new game, a variation of. Is this a game within a game? It's clip? a game within yeah. a game. Name my balance in my PayPal account. Closest to it wins. You want to say without going over, or it doesn't matter. How much, CJ? Does the how much we, cold hard cash do I have in my PayPal cash. account? Are we penalized for going over? No, we will play that. Rule. Just okay. say a number. Yeah, I'll say sixty-five. All right, sixty-five okay. bucks. Shirley, what do you say? Uh, Troy's a tightwad. He doesn't like to spend his money, so I'm going to say he's got to be like 20 bucks in there. I mean, wow. Who knows Troy <laughs> better than Shirley Rhodes? Wow. How wow. much, Troy? Shirley, that's totally off base. I have 2238. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> that was wow. impressive. Yeah, that two was, bucks more that than I, you think. That is scary. Yeah, $22.38 waiting for me in PayPal. If you and Shirley were on the newlywed game, oh, we'd win. Y'all would kick yeah. every couple's tail. <laughs> There's no doubt. Y'all would run the show. By the Absolutely. way, I hope we play that on Wednesday. Uh, thinking about playing that on Tuesday when Bryce Tuesday, Williams is Tuesday, here. I'm sorry. Going to ask Bryce questions and get the answers and Chandler, and they're going to be a team, and then CJ and Shirley are going to be a team. Oh, how cute. Yeah, we'll do that on uh, – all right. That's special. Let's run uh, one or two more. All right, here, here we go. This is kind of this kind of sucks. We haven't found one to get rid of. Yeah, I know. All right, good. Stop. All right. Oh, oh here we go. This one, this uh, this is uh, Adidas 
Boost.com, men's Ultra Boost. Looking at some kicks. DNA running shoe. I was looking to get a new Ultra Boost shoe. Yeah. And uh, decided. $190? Yeah, I was gonna. I was considering this purple one for the season, but then I was like, man, is that too much? Oh, yeah. Um, and then I was looking at the other ones. I never pulled the trigger on yeah. one of these, but I was considering they are $190. You know what, um, Chandler? I say delete. I say delete. You can always pull up this page Ultra, again. You it's think so? a special page. You just Ultra Boost, yeah. Adidas Ultra Boost. I say and, and there's this. nothing in my... Well, what's this right here? There's we got, a one. We got something in the cart. Is that a cart? No, that's, no, that's okay. nothing. Hey, right. get this. Get okay, you know what? I'm going to close it. You're out. This is a big You're deal. out. Get out. Get them out of there. All right, done. All right. We got time for one more. All right. All right. Ready? Uh, you right. ready? Yep. Go. <laughs> Stop. All right. All right. This is another company. Uh, this is work related. That I ordered shirts from. Mm. Um, but you know what? This is a uh, a Gildan 2000 shirt, which is a very popular shirt in the industry. I know where to find these shirts. I can find these shirts at any time. Okay. Um, I do not need this open at this time. All right. And I okay. am going to close the tab, wow, gentlemen. Right. Way to make a decision for close yourself. Close the tab. And See, that was good. And then I've got another. The next tab automatically came open. Another Gildan 2000 tab that was open. I must have been searching this for Get a out. great customer. Get him out of there. Uh, See, I, that, I'm uh, going to shut it down. Shut it down. This is so liberating right here. Uh, Shirley, take us to break. We got to get our last break. Does he have one more in him I before we get a break? I think might go on a deleting uh, spree. Does he have one more in him before we get a break? I mean, what the hell is that? What, this, rug? Is, this is Target.com. An area rug that I thought might look cool in the living room that I'm still considering. You're going to keep that one? I'll keep this a one. A shaggy rug. Okay. Yeah. We'll take a break. Come back. Wrap up Pirate Radio Live. HBO Max. I'm going to shut this one down, though. Shut her down. We're back with you after this. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Let's take a quick look at your stock market report before the end of the show. The Dow was up 90 points at 31,990. NASDAQ was down 51 at 11,782. The S&P was up 5 points at 3,966. That is a look at your Wells Fargo Advisors uh, financial report for a personal look into investing. Call Wells Fargo Advisors today at 756-6900 in Greenville. Wells Fargo Advisors, LLC, member SIPC. Now let's head back to the show. Here's Cliff. All righty. Troy D going three hours. How you feeling, Troy? Doing good. Got energy. Feeling right. good. Made it through. Yeah. Feeling good. We were reminiscing about our childhoods, what you could do with backing up trailers. I told you uh, young Troy D used to drive what was once called a tow motor. Uh, the net younger generation will call it a forklift now. Yeah. I wish we had more time, but we don't. We are out. For the days. Yep. Darn. Dang it. <laughs> Coming up Tuesday. If Troy had more time, he'd be a professional tow motor driver. <laughs> yeah, they would. Uh, we're going to put some ranch on it coming up Tuesday. Oh, put some ranch on I'm it. looking forward to this. Perry Owens, Washington head coach, going to join we, us. Can we tell the story of how you got his number? Yeah. I, I just I, was I like, asked you clip, for clip, clip text me early days like, hey, can you, you got Coach Perry's number. I want to get him on the show. I sent him back 1-800-RANCH. And Troy thinks that's <laughs> the funniest thing he's ever heard in his life. <laughs> 
I don't, a guy that's sarcastic would it appreciate was, that. It was fun. Okay. I've heard it eight times now, though. It gets a little old after the eighth telling, <laughs> but it was pretty good. Uh, we'll talk to him coming up. Bryce Williams, dang, he'll dang, join us. Dang. Coming up on the show. So uh, we got a lot coming up Tuesday on PRL. Troy, we'll see you again on Thursday. Yes. Uh, actually, I'll be here. Oh, three o'clock on Tuesday, Tuesday with a, we big, have a big, big announcement concerning the party. That's right. At three o'clock. Uh, big enough that even Ellerby will be joining us, too. Ooh, the boys will be so, back in uh, town. We'll, it'll be me, Ellerby, and a special guest. All right. Joining us at 3 o'clock. 3 o'clock. So, uh, 3 o'clock Tuesday. Big announcement concerning the Pirate Radio Football Kickoff Party. Get your tickets now on our website, PR927FM.com. Shirley, CJ, Chan Man, and Troy D. We'll see you Tuesday, 3 o'clock, right here on Pirate Radio Live. Thanks for listening to Pirate Radio Live, an exclusive presentation of the voice of the Pirate Nation.